1: For the neighbors, this is a, a late Sunday night. We haven't done a Sunday night podcast in a long time. Quarantine guy, quarantined. Uh, so, we just finished a crossover podcast with the fellas over at Fellas, the fellas, uh, with Sam and Andy on the uh, Light Years pod talking about it was a, a Jordan Doc reaction. And uh, we talked for like an hour and a half. Uh, I honestly, could I could have kept going for another
0: hour or so, I think. Yeah, I got, I got a lot of takes. Invigorated. Inspired. It was fun. I saw Mar- Marty Smith, you know, of ESPN, to do that covers NASCAR, just then South and does a lot of stuff. Had a great tweet. Like, if, if you would have rolled 10 straight episodes, I wouldn't have moved. I was like, I, I, I would have at least made, I'm going to get tired, but I made it to like eight. Uh,
1: all right, so before we get into it, John, a few things. This is obviously a big week because it's draft week and uh so we'll have a lot of content go to our youtube channel the promo code ham youtube channel if you just search us you can find it or you just type in promo code ham at least for now uh that's what we're calling it and uh we are charging towards a thousand subscribers which is uh, awesome we appreciate i thought
0: you i thought you were gonna say we're gonna start charging for the account (laughs) Like damn
1: we we are that's sweet yeah yep so go do that
0: yep check that out we'll we'll have some content up this week i'm sure some new stuff yeah I would imagine by Monday, Tuesday, we probably have a couple like, even if it's fake, some cool fake draft stories. Like, there's gonna a huge trade that might go down. I'm like, huh? I, I bet we'll get a crazy curveball in the next couple of days. Good. We've only waited; it feels like eighteen years in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the MJ, MJ Doc's twenty years old. I mean, it guy uh, February feels about ten years ago. I mean, we went from having nothing to the MJ Doc and the draft in the same week. Thank God! Thank God!
1: Uh, and then should we tell people about what we're doing on the draft draft night? Yeah.
0: Yep. Going live. We're going to be we're basically what we live. do what we do on YouTube, but it'll be just live on Twitter. Yeah. Periscope. We're scoping. Periscope. It. Yeah. Periscope. Twitter. Same thing. We'll tweet it out the links, and we'll just be uh, the whole draft. Do you think? First round. Uh, how long is the first round? Like three hours? Yeah. I mean, if the NFL GMs can do it, we can do it remotely. That's a good, that's a good <laughs> call. And I then,
1: should. and then also go subscribe to our YouTube and and set the little thing that alerts you because Friday morning we'll have videos for the guys that the Raiders and Niners draft.
0: Do you think we get all four picks for all four teams? No. Should, I mean both teams use four picks. Or? That's a good, yeah. Over under how many picks? I'm I'll say we get three,
1: two, one Niners pick, two Raiders picks. What do you the, think? The
0: Niners would be the curveball, right, with pick 31. It would suck to wait till 31. They trade out of it. But I know.
1: But the other cool Are we going stuff, 15 happened? minutes between picks. Are they doing that? No,
0: I, I think it's 10.
1: But I saw they should also tell them if you have the pick, just send it in. Just, just do I, it.
0: Whoever the Adam Silver was to David Cern for the uh, the the NFL, whoever Roger Goodell's guy, I think I saw say if anything does go wrong and a team like freaks, they will pause. So we might, you know, we're like, you know, the the Redskins pick has been paused. Just technical, the Wi-Fi went out in Dan Snyder's house. You know, John Lynch's uh, router went down. <laughs> Can you imagine? We're Gettleman's power's out. <laughs> there is, I mean, you and I have been doing podcasts long enough. Like, you just never know, right? It's true. Weird shit, ha- weird shit happens. That's right. Anyone that's just had computers and Wi-Fi's at their house just, and it usually happens at the time you're just, it never happens when you're not really doing nothing, and you're just like, oh, Whatever. It always happens like when you're trying to send something, you're like, why can't I get this go through? You just I'd be a little shocked if something really weird doesn't go down. Maybe not. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. There's gonna be because there are a lot of computers, right? Yeah. Uh all right.
1: Uh Andy Lou, Sam S. let yours pod. Cool dudes. And uh credit to Sam. He's like, we should do a crossover. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Good idea, Sam. So that's what we did.
0: It's like when Puff Daddy does a song with Mariah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know why I picked those two, but I well,
1: just Well it's Ja it's Ja Rule. Who who's the girl Ja Rule only does songs with? Uh oh Ashanti. Uh,
0: yeah, I was gonna say the the third chick from uh, Destiny's Child, but it's uh, you're right. Yeah. Ashanti! <laughs> All right, uh,
1: so uh, they they have an interesting style, John. They just you talking, and then all of a sudden you learn that the podcast has started. <laughs> yeah, who knows what we said? <laughs> Which is perfect. So here we go.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. The
0: cocaine story, just just okay. Well, I guess we're doing this. Pretty risky for Mike. Like, are are we sure he didn't maybe blow a line, take a girl with him, and then on his way out? <laughs> well, oh, if he was... did,
1: those people have been
4: paid off. Yeah. <laughs> Something I happens. just I just love the laugh where it's like, ah ha ha. I was you know uh, I know nothing <laughs> about that. <laughs> They did it though, but not
3: me. By the way, we have a uh, Guy Haberman and John Middlecoff. I guess we wait. Need has this started?
1: Intro. I haven't started recording it. <laughs> know, John, are you, you recording? Go the cold, we gotta go with the cold intros. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. I'm sorry. Can, I I haven't recorded.
4: That. Are we, are we starting? Yeah, hit it. We are we are formally starting. Welcome to Light Years. The oh. Light Years. Are we still calling it Haberkoff, or is it the uh, Guy Haberman John Middlecoff podcast? What's a what's the formal name now? Ham. Yeah, all of that works. Yeah, yeah. Promo codes throughout. That's right. That's yeah. That's- promo code Ham. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Abraham Middlecoff. Well, I appreciate you guys jumping on and. Um, Wait we, do this We're on you your podcast.
1: I thought you guys were on our podcast.
4: <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe we can compare. Numbers your intro is way better. So, start talking about it afterwards. Yeah.
3: At least you have an intro. It's usually just me and Sam fucking jerking each other off for like 30 seconds.
4: I
1: have Jerry Krause here to negotiate the contract.
0: (laughs) See, that was that was a Jordan type move. He like took us golfing. You know, he's like, You guys want we'll do a joint podcast? He's like, it's our podcast. Like, whoa. Never
1: fucking know. Oh, and tell DJ I got something for him tomorrow.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So I guess we gotta start with that. That's the um before before the special aired, you got you got the story from Ramona Shelbourne kind of saying that. The 2016 Finals was what made Jordan agree to this. He he saw either the Warriors were going to win 73 in a title and that would challenge the Bulls, or LeBron was going to pull off uh, what he ended up pulling off, which was you know the three on comeback and kind of an epic comeback, and that's what made him want to agree to this. Where are you guys on that overall? Uh, on him waiting? Yeah, I, I just I just love the pettiness level of it at this point, where it's just. He, he, he didn't want to release any of this until he saw someone potentially challenge.
1: Yeah. It, it's, it's like such a poker move, isn't it? Like hold your ACE until you need it. Like if yeah. he had released it, like in, I don't know. Oh, seven.
0: I see. I'm going to go bullshit on that a little bit. I, I just think as you get older, maybe it helped a little bit, but like this was coming sooner or later, whether LeBron won four or five or never won again. Like he just, you can just tell. Like, I just think he wants to tell he's so removed from when he played. Now, did that impact a little bit? I know it sounds good, and <laughs> I, I don't know. I, it's, I mean, what if Steph had won?
3: I mean, Steph would have won two back-to-back titles, back-to-back uh, MVP, 73 wins. Would have probably been the greatest season of all time. Probably would have been a good shot to release that thing anyway. I don't – I feel like he probably would have thrown that thing out regardless of what had happened if, if the Cavs had won
0: or the or Steph would have won. Yeah, maybe. I mean, people were kind of comparing Steph not to Michael, but, like, you know, he was changing the game a little like Michael did. Yeah. I Yeah, I, I, I mean, Michael's the pettiest guy ever, so fuck. I, mean, <laughs> I think that – my, my point is it was coming sometime, you know, whether it was coming 16, 20, 25, like, while he was alive, they were going to do this. I thought the part about the Ramona piece, too, that was
1: enlightening, though, was her saying, like, part of Michael was he didn't want to, like – he didn't want to put the period on his story before, he, like, when he still felt like he had a lot of story left to write. You know, the idea that like he would put up his like this is his could be viewed as his tombstone, but he's not dead yet, and that's always what kind of kept him from putting anything. But do you, out. But do you buy that? I think all that stuff is probably an element. Like to John's point, I don't. I doubt it's all the Cavs won and Jordan was like, "It's time." I mean, they still had to go to him, <laughs> give him a pitch, and it had to be. It couldn't couldn't have been the you know the five of us going to Mike like Mike. You ready? Mike's just looking for somebody to make his doc like <laughs> the guy who made the Iverson doc and Friday Night Lights and all like th- that was the guy that had to pitch him. So I think it's probably partly that and partly Michael just I don't know didn't want didn't want to write the final chapter of it. He probably was waiting for the Bobcats to win a championship so that can be part of the doc. You know,
2: yeah,
1: wait till <laughs> he's, form- for one, he's yeah. formally given up on Charlotte winning anything
0: <laughs> yeah. ever. You be waiting. <laughs>
3: I forgot so. he ran
4: the
1: podcast. honestly. How about my favorite part of like all the stuff I read leading up was that Clay Thompson's uncle is the one that was like responsible for right? filming this entire <laughs> season. He was the video guy? Michael's younger brother is the one that went to his bosses at NBA Entertainment, one of whom is now the commissioner of the NBA, and was like, we should, we should film all this stuff. And then Adam Silver went to Michael and was like, look, we will, neither one of us can use any of this footage without the other one's permission. And so Michael agreed, but it's and what I didn't realize
4: was, um, yeah, NBA entertainment was something that apparently Adam Silver was kind of headed up in the nineties. And it was like a very bit part thing of the NBA. And it, it obviously grew into all their film footage and everything they use now. But like at the time it was trying to be like NFL films back then a little bit. Yeah, but like on a such a smaller scale, like they didn't really know what they had with it. And then, I mean, I'm sure someone was going through the footage at some point, like five, 10 years ago. Like, wait, we have the 98 Bulls. And
1: everything? Just, you know? I'm just laughing. remembering, like the NBA TV stopped using those headsets. that just like one big headset with that big mic right. that comes across like two years ago, which is the stuff the camera guys use. So
0: well, t- to me, you notice right away. Michael's the coolest motherfucker in every room he's ever been in. And he, by far, once he got to the NBA, still to this day, like he, that's where the LeBron com- comparison, like he's just never going to be that cool. And the NBA was was bigger than the NFL at points in times in the '90s. Now, obviously, Larry and Magic played a huge role in that, but Michael put that thing on his back in the early '90s and even the late '80s and took it to another level. Like they were bigger than any NFL team by far in the '90s, and he was. Easily the most famous athlete like the NBA. If I, I was thinking about if I was an owner in the NBA, obviously it sucks right now. You get the world's shut down, but just even if the league was going on, you'd be like, how could our league be like that again? It's had you know moments over time. I mean, the Warriors dynasty, I think was enormous, but the rest of the league just was not even close to on that level. Like at the end of the day, I was in the car today and they're playing Stockton and Malone. You know, I mean, just the other players in the league that are part of it. I, I just I don't know if they'll ever get back there. And there's obviously a bunch of elements to Michael and the way the players were. It was just so different, but it was so it, to me, it's just having watched a bunch of old NBA these last like month. It, Seven whole, year contracts, John. That's the answer.
1: Ooh, <laughs> the
4: Pippin contracts. That's what 18 million dollars. So I knew Pippen had the, like, that was kind of the the key elixir to their team. And, like, that's kind of a general theme in the NBA, like, because it's a capped sport and everything. It's any dynasty is tied with some player signing a below-market deal, and it allows the GM and everyone to maneuver. Yeah, but I did not remember it being that... Wow. I, don't, I didn't. E- I didn't either. Like I'm looking at. I'm, I'm pulling this That's up a right now. 122nd paid player
0: in <laughs> 98, incredible. 97.
1: And Jerry Krause says he's one of the best players in the league. Even as he's trying to trade him.
0: The owner told him not to sign the deal.
1: <laughs> Is that true? Like I mean, I know he said it, but.
4: Yeah, like, I don't know. D- what it kind of crazy when he said that? it. I just kind of I'm, went I'm with calling it. BS on that
0: one. I am too, because I was like, "Oh, that's what a great guy!" And you're like, "No way," he said that. How
1: no. about how about like Jerry Krause is the GM of the Chicago White Sox and just goes to Jerry Reinsdorf and says, "I want to run your team," and everyone tells Jerry Reinsdorf, "Don't let him do it." And it's not like he's got some analytics. Yeah. It's not like he got a bunch of
4: books. Just to just to put this in perspective, by the way, Scottie Pippen was the sixth highest paid player on that Bulls team. Players who made more money than him were Luke Longley. Tony Kukoch, Dennis Rodman, Ron Harper, obviously Michael Jordan. Do you have Rod do you have Rodman's salary that year? Yeah, four and a half. What was Mike? Hit like twenty-five. Thirty Ooh. points. 20, I do 20. know Wait, he so- was uh, he had the um you remember when uh Beckham came over to the MLS and they they were like, yeah. this, "It's a Beckham contract, and like, who cares about the MLS? But the the big thing was he was getting paid twenty times what anyone else made. Jordan made 33 million. The next highest paid player was Ron Harper, who made four points. So Phil Jackson was the
1: second. Phil Jackson was making six. Wow, right? Exactly. Phil Jackson was
4: the second highest paid
1: guy
0: on the team. Didn't Scotty go bankrupt in the last decade? He's had his financial issues. (laughs) It kind of hit me. You know, take it would probably be hard for Scotty to do, but if he just reached out to Mike and be like, "Bro, can I get a little cash?" I mean, (laughs) Jesus (laughs) Christ, you keep blowing me in all these videos, and every time you talk about me, I'm fucking, I died. (laughs)
4: Oh, here's the, here's the second.
0: I secondary. googled his
3: net worth actually, which I was here's, like, I was wondering what it was like thirty million, which is like, what the fuck?
0: Didn't the I think the Bulls just Scotty. fired
4: him last week, didn't they? Like, geez. this is actually a a great number too. Yeah, he was Scotty like, Scotty Pippen, Pippen uh, <laughs> Scotty Pippen because he played longer than Jordan and chased just paydays into his late 30s, made more money in the NBA than Jordan in salary. Yeah, just an NBA salary, like not talking like obviously. Oh, you're saying
0: post Bulls? What year does Scotty play till?
4: 2003 or 2004 maybe something like that i mean he signed a 70 million dollar deal with the rockets immediately after this bulls team blew up and then he signed another one with portland i want to say yeah so scotty would have signed money. with
0: scotty would have signed with anybody <laughs> who was offering him cash i'm,
2: I'm curious i'm curious yeah, he's like one of
4: those mlb players on the market where it's like uh, he's got scott boris's agent he's like whatever just get me the most money possible Boards to go. I'm curious how they talked
3: about uh, Scottie Pippen in, in that day, uh, in the media in that day. I'm wondering if they if they talked about him as like a great wingman, or was he kind of... It, it kind of seems like he's a little underrated, at least from what the documentary is saying, but that's all I've got going off of it.
0: I agree. It feels like that, like 20 years okay. later. Especially so, when they're so, talking about
3: the NAIA tape.
2: Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, like, so like, middle, he's as big as He's, he's got a handle.
4: <laughs> you guys are the same age as me, so you remember... I mean, you have the same line of sight memory as me like and all that and I do not remember Pippin being revered in the 90s the way he's talked about now like he wasn't he wasn't talked about as one of the top players uh, outside of Jordan like Jordan was on his own tier and then it was like I don't know Ewing Barkley uh Hakeem Reggie all those guys yeah Reggie Malone exactly Malone's obvious one yeah and all those guys yeah. Don't, and, you think, and, don't you think, though, when you're the guy
0: on a team in the NBA, it's like you're the quarterback almost? Like you just get way – so if you're the – B, sure. It's why like Clay, you know, before Kevin Durant got here or, you know, I'm, there's other probably situations. You're saying if Scotty just played for like
1: the Timberwolves and
4: was the best player?
0: Yeah, it was like a t- t- eight-time just all-star. Just the, the
4: Wolves to the like the second round every year. That's yeah, he just would have been
0: viewed as like Tracy McGrady or fu- whatever. You know, maybe not that, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know? Is it? yeah possibly um but he but couldn't score like that i guess play but, style
3: wise he does seem like a souped up andre gadala like prime souped up andre gadala like if andre i ne- mean not i mean soup, soup that up like 10 times souped more than i'm thinking oh, that's really fucking good i mean that's- <laughs> but,
0: but like andre at like 28 if you had put mm-hmm. him with like steph and those guys would have been yeah. unstoppable like when not i got you- hired when i got hired in philly it was right as he was like People shit on him because he was the A. For people that don't know, at the end of the day, he was. You worked
1: for Sam Hinkie, just for people who aren't there. I
0: worked for Sam (laughs) Hinkie, and when we were devising the plan, (laughs) how many elements to this doc too of just like modern day NBA of tanking Michael?
3: Okay, so where do we start there? Just in terms of oh man, some of the quotes, some of the quotes we'll we'll go over, but uh, the one that sticks out to me the most is MJ (laughs) plays through an
4: injury, doesn't tell the team. Uh, comes back early Goes on to a broken North Carolina. <laughs> All things that would never happen today. It's like, I, I can't imagine, like, I, I, what is even the second Well, you, you remember, when, Pey- year remember when Peyton Manning hurt his back and went to Duke, but no sure. one had footage? Yeah. And it right. was like, he
0: was doing some secretive yeah. shit. Yeah. But was he doing, uh, like, you, meetings there, too?
4: But even even that, what was that, seven years ago? Yeah, he
0: was, was at age. Wasn't though. that when Jim Harbaugh went to meet? Yeah. Like,
2: yeah, he, 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 yeah he, he
0: heard, but, like, Michael, I guess, was in a second year, so it doesn't parallel that. Right, sure. What's it'd be like pro- Zion or something next year, like going back to Duke and train. I mean, it'd be crazy.
3: That Well, that's that's revered back – or at least like that's revered now. But you look at it now. We have an article, article that comes out a few years ago about how LeBron takes rest on defense and how that's the smartest way to play basketball in today's league. Yes. You kind of compare and contrast the way that you kind of think about playing basketball with the two best players in the eras, and you're just like, holy shit.
4: That's more of a media point. Like the fact that an article is written, but that's like what's being praising, said. praising a dude for not playing defense to conserve his energy kind of sums up the NBA's problems. <laughs> but it's I, also, I there's
1: just so much more media, like in order to just to come up with a different point, it, it's you got to work pretty hard sometimes. But I, I do,
0: I do think what Andy said about not just the media, I think a lot of fans were like, yeah, we can just play our best guys can play 65 games as long as we're ready for the playoffs. You know, that's not how Mike thought Kobe didn't think like that. And again, I'll give LeBron was playing every game this year, but he was kind of doing it in spite because last year he had a rest year Kawhi's resting. Like it was calculated Mike part of Mike. And I think this is what parallels like tiger woods is like, it had nothing to do with fucking money, all winning. Now the money comes with it. I'm not saying that's not a huge part of it, his whole career, but winning, 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 winning. That's the only fucking thing that mattered. And that's why when like Larry and magic, James Worsey, when these guys talk about him, you see the way they That's light the up? One.
3: Yep, uh, yep.
0: I mean, James Worsey said he was better than him for two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. Dude was the number one pick in the draft after that season, and Michael still had two years left in college. And, and was a seven-time All-Star?
1: The footage of Michael riding his bike around campus at Chapel Hill just for three years, just loving <laughs> you life. He almost came
0: back! He said he was thinking about coming back <laughs> yeah, every year.
4: To talk to a coach. Okay, I'm, was, calling, I'm calling BS on this part. <laughs> this, was, this was definitely the let's paint me to look a certain way kind of propaganda part of the documentary. About going back to school? No. Yeah, and just kind of like, uh, I'm all about school and all this. I'm like, I'm, I'm calling a little BS on that to a little bit. That'd be so. a good call. Uh, Roy I don't know. Williams,
3: only player that could turn it on and off was Michael Jordan, and he never fucking turned it off.
0: That's I, I, I also think the, the, Andy, that's the best.
1: That's such a great quote. Cause Roy, you can feel Roy is like, he was, he was dramatic. With Roy that is mad
0: at yeah. his team right now. When he says that <laughs> well, one thing I will defend Mike on in 1984 at North Carolina. I mean, they got nailed like three years ago for doing the test. I, I would imagine Michael didn't have to do a goddamn thing in class. <laughs> right. He got, he could fuck anything that walked. He was a god, and life was, and they were like an NBA team. So I, like, I, he might not have gone to class for two years and got straight A's. You know, it'd be like LSU football. I mean, it was just probably a joke for him. I bet his life was pretty good. You
2: know, I, 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 any, I totally say. buy that. <laughs> yeah,
4: I, I just think oh, he can was we, like... actually. That reminds me, the letter his mom read that he sent her hmm. might have been my favorite part of the first two parts of the episode, where he's where he's asking his mom to send money. Where he says, sorry about the phone bill? Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like John and very- I have
1: talked about this many times. Um, if you grew up, th- there's the group of people who grew up in an age where you like made collect calls or long distance phone calls. Right. And then there's probably our age group, Andy, used to have to pay per text message.
3: Actually, I did too, yeah. Oh, you did, school. you did, okay. So I'm with you, yeah, I'm with you there, yeah. For
1: anyone too young to remember, you used, the phone bill used to be 10 cents a text. Yeah, and John and I have talked about this. Like we both, my freshman year of college, I remember. I think you were still in high school when, when your dad yelled at you for it. But
0: well, I mean, it, it, yeah, there was a uh, Adrian Peterson type uh, beating coming my way. I, I mean, my dad, dad came down the hallway with a piece of paper. Just he was so red, and I couldn't quite tell what it was. And then I saw it was like four hundred seventy-five dollars, because at the time it was like ten cents a text message up to hundred text messages, and then it just gets like a dollar. T- it was just something outrageous. Was she worth it? Was she worth it? Yeah, she was at the time. And I tried to explain it to him. He didn't didn't understand Ah. what a text message was. And now it's like they're just free, a part of life. You it's know, better than the
1: house phone ringing at 1130 at night.
0: Exactly. It's like, I'm not bothering anyone. I'm just in my room <laughs> texting away. Jeez Louise. <laughs> 500 bucks back then. Wow. That is it, impressive. It, 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 it might have been like 375 cool. or 4. It was outrageous. Even at the time. When, yeah, that's, when you, uh,
4: that's when you start considering. Like, you're not just sending the LOL back. You're sending a full response when you need sending to an essay. <laughs> LOL didn't exist then. No.
1: It was, <laughs> no. AOL did, but. I, I thought John texted me when this happened early, right? So after he leaves college and he goes pro and the producer, whoever's talking to him, asks him about the Bulls, were they really called a traveling cocaine circus? And I like I didn't expect Michael to be like, yeah, let me tell you the story. I didn't
0: expect that at all. <laughs> well, he's, but he's, drinking. He's, he's drinking a little. tell That was
4: a fake laugh, by the way. His <laughs> response to it, like he knew the question was coming. Is is a very like (laughs) the the whiskey goes down and like the sun goes
1: you know like the whiskey is at different levels during different points of the interview, (laughs) which is either you know like a hole in the timeline, but it also could be that he just keeps refilling the whiskey as he's going. But at that point, because John texted me like I did not expect us to get into cocaine
0: fifteen minutes into this documentary, but well, because Mike was like yeah, there's lines right over there, we got hookers over here, (laughs) and then and then he with a straight face was like yeah, I just walked out. I'm like, fuck I'm
3: I'm out of here! I mean, come on. If there's man. a raid, and then and then the next scene, they show him fixing up his bed in, I, I in know. A, like a and, and like and like, washing his okay. bull
0: shorts at his home. <laughs> to Don't me, there th- to me, there's a chance, right? North Carolina, pretty sheltered. You know, he's from that area. Sure. Never seen. It. I I I kind of believe that. But then, like a year later, in the golfing scene, like he's kind of just letting loose already. Yeah. Like he must have transformed pretty quick, because like. It felt by like the time Dewey they started Cox winning, he was a big drinker and gambler. So when did that kind of kick in? Like when the money started hitting? Like in the everything mid-80s? else, it's just two weeks. James Worthy, <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> so we think no cocaine for Mike in that room when he walked out. I buy it right then and there. I do buy it at that point in his life. <laughs> but then <send laughs> Rod Higgins, it? like with Rod Higgins, who was on the team trying to claim like him and Mike, because I think that became his GM with yeah. the Hornets. Was Rod he Higgins did become guy? his GM? He was the Hornets GM.
4: Yeah. By the way, also. On the warriors used to run a nice little uh basketball camp in the east bay with chris mullen and in, the, a, in the in the early 90s say it, fresno definitely state. went to that one
0: is he a fresno state guy yep. yeah i mean him and, it's like mike's <laughs> boy so i kind of had the vibe like was he sitting there with his wife like i wasn't there either honey wasn't
3: me. I wasn't michael told like, me the story slap. later it
0: blew my mind <laughs> yeah, crazy I mean, <laughs> that, like, that, <laughs> that
4: was all orlando woodbridge you know,
3: <laughs> <just> threw <laughs> his own team under the bus what a legend <laughs> incredible yeah, also also the guy played with the gold chain that was
0: two. uh two. oh sweet oh sweet. Uh, incredible and one was like a choker <laughs> I, I always get offended when people act like mike he's like he, he i saw this on twitter again it's twitter he couldn't shoot threes it's like guys i mean the guy is like the greatest jump shooter of all time you don't think if he if like threes were a big part Before, of his I game think. he would have adapted to become the guy might not have been fucking clay thompson but he would have been a you know, I mean, if James Harden for, uh, all these guys Kurt, two threes,
4: threes, he would have been fine. Kurt Goldsberry did one of his like shooting charts, which we met uh,
1: Goldsberry in Vegas. Middle call, remember that?
2: Yeah. <laughs> why
3: are <laughs> I mean, the the, laughing? There must be a story that comes nah, with nah, it. Nah, we'll get nah, to nah, the, the story nice later.
4: <laughs> but the the point was, he was fifty percent from like that, like fifteen to eight foot range, eighteen foot range, for all of the nineties. And it's like if a guy's hitting that at like Kevin Durant, yeah, Chris Paul K-E-like, level, like, yeah. he could have. He, he could have hit threes if it was more of an emphasis back then. Not
1: that this is part of the first two parts of the doc, but I do think it needs to be addressed. The one part I was looking at Michael's, going back and looking at Michael's numbers today. So Michael leaves the NBA, retires from the Bulls. And at that point in time, he's averaging, for his career he averaged under two threes a game. But he took, right. you know, whatever, 23, he was, His entire
0: career he averaged
1: two threes a game? Under. It was like one nine, right? He, but he's the NBA's all-time leading scorer points per game. Wow. So he comes back three years off, and guess what he does? Takes less threes. Wow. Like, imagine if Mike had just worked on a
0: three-pointer for three years <laughs> while he was gone
1: and came back and took four threes a game because he was still taking 22 shots the year he came back.
0: Because he, he didn't miss twos, and he got to the line all the Yeah, time. he got to the line a ton. And the, score, the scores in the game were like 80 to 76. LeBron's
3: threes have
4: gone up career highs the last two years. Yep. Well, that's the, that's the nature of it. I I do feel like um, should we start know, complaining about today's NBA this early in the Maybe boxes? the documentary <laughs> will get into it, but it's like that late '90s ball is some of the ugliest,
0: yeah, it's the slow ugliest basketball it's, you ever see.
4: To me, it's a little footbally.
0: It's so it's just so physical. Right yeah. now, I, I, I will say this. I think one thing the NBA lacks, and it had in the '80s and the cocaine era, and definitely the '90s, and it's to me fan. It resonates with people. It's just fucking nut jobs. And to say what you want, like Draymond, just – people, you love him or you hate him, but everyone's got an opinion on him. It's the people going. He but gets the, your attention and the the all league, The league was Oakleys and Rodmans and just these dudes at any moment. And I guess you don't want people fighting, but, I mean, just some of those dudes on the Celtics, I, I know they all look like just these stiff white guys, but they were crazy. Yeah. You know, just the league just had an edge to it and led by Mike. I mean, obviously the Pistons. But, yeah, I, I mean, they just had some nut job. You just look around the league now. Again, I'm not trying to be negative dancing in the league now, but you just – if it had, like, three or four more
4: Draymons, I I do think it would help the league out, like just having guys that are just a little crazy. Well, yeah, that's just a thing from – if you go back to the 90s, like when we were kids, every team had an enforcer. And, like, obviously Dennis Rodman's the most famous, but, like, you remember (laughs) the Pacers with, like, Antonio and Dale Davis – Charles Oakley was an enforcer like every good team had a star an enforcer maybe a third guy something like that there's there's some sort of uh resonation of that in some way or another whereas now it's just kind of like how many shooters can you have around everyone
2: (laughs) that's you get one David
4: West
3: that's it one that is that is true
4: too the game like you just won't play that guy now
0: yeah because they wouldn't be able to shoot so they just can't get on the floor Kendrick Perkins gets his career ended and then goes
3: on TV and starts just I don't know just
4: fucking going nuts. Uh <laughs> does Perk even count as an enforcer? Because he didn't really play much. Like post Celtics, he was like ten minutes a game. I don't I feel like I feel like to be an enforcer you have to be on the floor at the end of every game. Yeah. Like, I mean, what what, general, were, the Dave, what
0: not, were the Davis brothers and the, the Oakley? Weren't those guys playing like thirty minutes a game?
4: Yeah, there were they were core pieces. They they played Whatever their era's version of like a Draymond role was, like you knew they would always be on the floor and it mattered. By the Which way, thirty. By the answer. way,
3: thirty plus minutes a game. MJ played thirty five minutes in that preseason game in France or wherever the hell it was. Uh, I didn't know that, and I I saw that and I was just like, holy shit! So I I grew up. Kobe was who I who was the guy, and now and I'm watching this and I'm just like, yeah, okay, I can see, I can see where Kobe got it from. I can see like it's just the guy copied literally everything that mj did all the stories are the same it's just kind of like almost to a t- it's, it's almost like, like he car- had somebody like carbon copy yeah. it's crazy it's just the movements the kind of the, even the mid- in the press conferences the yeah the the voice kind of the way he talks and i'm just sitting there and i'm just like oh so this is a fucking better kobe
1: the tra- the trajectory of the jumper
2: <laughs> everything i did up. text
1: sam i think during cuz i was like i almost knew andy would say that <laughs> like is like like uh God, this guy reminds me of
0: Kobe. <laughs> but honestly, you watch this, you kind of, and he kind of grow. I wasn't a big Kobe guy, but he's grown on me. Yeah.
2: That right. scene
0: where he's like yelling at Harper and yeah. lighting up Tony, you're like, those were the scenes from like ten years ago when they had the camera and Kobe was yelling at like Swaggy P and those. it was like fucking like, you, did he have smush. the did he have the film? Like how did exactly he exactly what he said. But you're like, God, I wish there were more guys like that in the league now. You know, yeah. it's sweet.
3: Yeah. I think th- those are the things where, like, it's – yeah, maybe you don't want your guy to be like that if you're at work or whatever. But, yeah, if you're watching sports, that's the shit, like – that's what people do in movies. And then you put that in real life. That's like
0: – like, either that or beat Tim Duncan, right? Like, one or the other. Either way, you're winning. I think one big winner of this doc's going to be Phil. Like, we forget mm-hmm. because it lasts yes. in memory was the Knicks. Phil was a fucking badass. You know, I mean, you could just tell, like, the way – you see the way Michael looks at him. You well, know, Michael said, like, I won't play for another coach. Like Phil, who I, went on to,
1: not to be smart. I mean, Phil's basically Phil wrote in a book. I can't coach Kobe. Michael said, "I will not play for another." Co-. Michael retired
4: because it was. I Phil's feel last like year. episode three is going to be the Phil episode. Like episode one was giving you the Michael background. Episode two is a lot of Scotty. Episode three's got to be about Phil, in some way. No. Yeah. Yeah. He, I, no, he, they, well, he they, they got a full Phil one yeah.
0: coming on him for sure. Yeah,
4: because it, what it, John's right. What what
1: what it became with the Knicks is a, a crime. It's like, it's like what, uh, what, what, the, like when Costas had pink eye at the Olympics. Everyone started making fun of his eyes. Like you go start <laughs> back and start watching some Jordan clips. Or You watch this thing. Costas is
0: the dude. He's everywhere. I'm not Look saying. about Costas's hair in this in this Fantastic. Doc, WGN 1980. No prompter. I mean, is but, that just like him cutting his teeth, trying to make his way up? Just WGN. Like, I mean, that yeah. did you notice job? he cut his teeth for a year? <laughs> then he was like at NBC. <laughs> Yeah, they, but it's... no, I'm with Bulls, you, on this, Phil. Are, people talk about the Bulls as an all-time great franchise. I mean, they had a Michael Jordan era, and that's
4: it. They've sucked, right? Literally. No, actually, it's it's quite the opposite. They've like we're 20 years removed from Jordan, and I mean, have they had one relevant? Mo- okay, they had Derrick Rose MVP yeah. here. That's it. They they had a good yeah. The Tibbs had a, some moments, but they weren't.
0: I mean, that's like the only thing they have beside. The 2000s was awful. Clearly, the pre 80s was awful. How about I mean, Jordan? Like, Jordan taking a shot at the Cubs to the, was pretty awesome. <laughs> about rebuilding, he's like they've been doing it for 45 years. Yeah,
4: that was that was great. He stood.
3: Um, I mean, the whole thing starts with him also making fun of. He's just making fun of them the whole time. Just calls oh. him short, and then the <laughs> your diet pills keep you short. It was ruthless.
0: My to God. me, maybe that's, that's why double, Michael. It's a short and fat joke. <laughs> yeah. It kind of feels like that's where Michael. I don't think he's afraid of like yelling at teammates or whatever. It's clearly going to get pretty bad with them talking to that guy. Mm. You know? Do you and think I, that's and gonna? He's, and he's dead. I'm, I'm not saying it's that bad, but it's just those are the things. you're Like God, Michael's fucking asshole to that little guy. Woo. It's
3: like Lebron See, I... and Dan
4: Gilbert. Sort of I'm my... still waiting for the scene which quote-unquote, um, is what he's afraid of coming out. Because I feel like, in general, mocking Jerry Krause, who wanted to break up the team, is not that bad. Can I have a hot take on Jerry Krause? Yeah, go for it. Underrated. Not a
0: terrible GM. Oh, no, he's an excellent GM. I mean, Scotty from NAIA, uh, hires Phil Jackson, Kukoc, Rodman, all these moves. Even Jordan, as the docs ending today, he's like, yeah, Oakley's my dude, but shit, we had to do it. Yeah. Like God, I mean, this guy.
1: Sorry, did you say Ku coach?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think I did. Tony uh, Harper, perfect fit. Yeah, I mean, random guys like Steve Kerr as a role player. I mean, he just fuck. I mean, they were,
4: they hated him though. Like, clearly hated him. It gets forgotten that Phil Jackson was coaching in the CBA, and he was kind of viewed as like a hippie nut job. Like he wasn't like a serious like. He wasn't a serious NBA coaching candidate. He was coaching the Albany Patroons. No, they this had interviewed
1: like, him. The Bulls had interviewed him a few years before to be an assistant.
4: Right. And he showed
1: up wearing just like some goofy stuff, like a Hawaiian shirt and like a... Was, it, was he a starter hat. on
0: those Knicks teams or was he like a
1: backup role player? Um, He won two rings. He he little, before, little before, got, before my time. Yeah, the first ring he was hurt for, that was the Willis year. And then he was healthy the next year. So I don't... Yeah, he compared
4: he a... himself as a player to what Luke Walton was for the Lakers. So take of that you will.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not great. Okay. He was a team IQ. photographer though. High IQ white guy. Yeah. <laughs> brought the,
4: brought the weed to the party. A <laughs> uh, very good passer. I
0: guess
1: Wilbon said, or somebody said that, I guess there's some stuff where Jordan's yelling at Scotty Burrell when he's a rookie. Right. That's pretty mean, but I don't know. I saw but
0: that will... wouldn't
3: be on this documentary either. MJ not doing the autograph. Nice.
0: Yeah, I mean, you kind of that, brushed the little kid off. How about off. that? But
3: like the nice. No, not the kid,
0: the guy in oh, Paris. Oh, the media guy.
3: I was a little like, ooh, they threw that in there. Okay. That
0: was but, good. But the, the stories in Barcelona were like all the players, you know, all the international media. To me, that. Honestly, it kind of feels like the normal media now would do shit like that.
2: Right. <laughs> oh, not, yeah. But. I mean, the Warriors,
3: the international guys are always the worst. You've got
0: guys taking selfies in the locker room. I remember when whew. I got guy, you had a pretty uh, underrated tweet about hating management. Uh, and Haverman and me have been in the situation. 12 th- for years. Those guys. I mean, 12 years to hate management. And clearly, Scotty probably. When do you think he started getting mad at Jerry Krause? Like three or four years into that contract, he realized like this is a joke. So I mean that the anger probably and when people start
1: noticing and talking about it publicly, right? When like it becomes well, I a mean media if story. you
0: look back at was it '94 when he refused to go back into the game? Like, is it just simply as going not going back into the game, or is it like again? I'm not comparing ourselves to Scottie Pippen, but when there's other shit going on in your life, yeah. it just fucking boils over at weird times. Like I, I think there might have been more than just going back into the game. It's just like a fuck you to everybody.
1: I, I Kerr or just Jerry Krause. Well, I guess, but somebody said who was it? I saw him say like today or yesterday that like Phil was kind of like Phil knew what was Phil knew he would not react well to it but Kerr made I heard Kerr with Simmons last year on uh, the basket the book of basketball podcast say right basically that he was like first of all that thing was over by the time we hit the locker room like well not by the time we hit the locker room Bill Phil comes in goes talks to the media says I'm going to try and cover for you as best I can Bill Cartwright steps up and is like guys Scotty apologized that night and apologized the next day.
4: Oh, you're talking about the 94 when he yeah, refused when he, to go back in the game and Scott and, and, and Tony Kukos shut the shot. game. When, yeah. But
1: John's right. Like, if 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 he's the highest-paid player on – if he's the fifth-highest-paid player in the league, maybe he's just more at ease with the fact that, you know, he doesn't have to prove to everybody that he's the guy because he's getting paid like the guy.
0: Is, is Scotty demanding a trade around Thanksgiving of they're going for a three-peat? Crazier than anything that happened over the Warriors five year run. I mean, that's absolutely. Actually, that's got to be one
4: of the crazier moments in like NBA history, right? Can can we discuss this? So, like, we're all 35, um, except for Andy. Uh, 34. I don't remember, I don't remember that. I do not remember him demanding a trade at Thanksgiving.
0: Had no clue that was coming.
4: I was kind of (laughs) shocked. No, like, I read about him yelling about trades after the fact when you read like all this bull stuff, but like, as a kid. I just remember like Bulls, unbeatable dynasty, and you know you didn't think anything of that. So uh, maybe maybe that's more of a media landscape thing or an age thing. Well,
1: that's my question: is like, do you think if that unfolded today and you were 11
4: years old, you'd be fully aware of all those storylines? Yeah, absolutely, because I'd be following Bleacher Report and House of Hoops and whatever on like you care more about that actually. Yeah, well, I mean, that's probably not a good thing. But to the bigger point, that that brings me my question: do be the biggest story in america does does this team ever even get to going for it their sixth time no or chance. like is there a team like maybe the spurs or like the, you know the patriots in football who have like the brass to quote-unquote say you're going to play at your contract and we'll deal with you walking at the end of the year to like, me fi- to me phil
0: the thing the patriots never had to fuck with bill belichick didn't answer to anybody like he didn't have a gm okay so it was just like his animosity was with his players. There's no power struggle. Yeah, there is no power struggle. It like was Krause me, to, and Phil and one. To me, Krause and Phil never would have made it to 98 in 2020. You agree with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, like, I see what you're to saying. To me, that story would have got so big. Think of like. Well,
4: mm-hmm. and even if you think about it, with the um, Phil with the Lakers, he got into it with Jerry West in the same way, and he won. Jerry West stepped away. Yeah. So it was already. Was he dating Genie at that point? <laughs> I don't know if he was publicly, but Smart. he was shortly after. Still
0: smarter than you think. You know? <laughs> Remember the – I mean, this is a much lower level, but Tibbs and, and Paxson got into it, right? And he was just gone. Yeah. You know, just – it would not go on. There's just
4: too many I mean, articles, too
0: many too many podcasts. It just never – That's never
4: 99% of teams. If if your coach and your GM get into it. Well, uh, I don't – It's myers Myers. Someone's real? someone's going to win. Have, because you it's not gonna like, Have you guys, guys not gonna read it? You're not going to get like a five-year Have any of you guys started battle. Ethan's book yet? Yeah.
1: He's got a chapter on Bob and just, like, how he's talking he's talking about, like, GMs and how most GMs just have a thing. You know, like, Maury's got a thing. Uh, you know, Billy Bean had a thing. Like, most right. guys, you just – and he goes through, like, five or six. Masai Ujiri has a thing. Like, just guys – obviously, Hinky had a thing. He's like, no one really knows, like, Bob – what's Bob's thing? Bob's thing is, like, the ability to – genuinely massage everybody on every level of the organization. And that's not really like a thing that is particularly valued or at least, I mean, it's valued with Bob, Sure, but he's not, not like the thing he, that you put on. How do you put that on a resume? There's not a catchy, no one calls it like, nerd. You call boy. that crying at a press conference, what you call that. It, it's just that is, that all in
4: on everything. Work. Didn't work though. Right?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, no,
3: didn't.
4: That is, uh, that is, uh, that is You
0: didn't, is get, you didn't See, get a I'm free book. Sure that You didn't, didn't get, get a free book. Did you? You buy that? Yeah, I bought it. Okay. Yeah. I'll buy it. I was thinking about I right. checked at the library out? first wasn't available yet. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, that's uh that's great. Um nice Traeger, Ethan. You're welcome. <laughs> I can't imagine Bob Myers having a deal with Lacob and then having a deal with Draymond and then having a deal with KD all in the Yeah, same but that's
1: the thing. He's like and it's, uh, it's yeah. and it's and
4: it's families and it just like It's e- it's everyone. more valuable than it gets credit for. Yeah. But you're right. It's not like when you think of a GM, you're like, oh, he's a numbers guy or he's like a talent scout or he's like a great contract guy. You don't think like, no, he'd, like, he, like. He has high
3: emotional it. IQ. That's, that's yeah, it. He has exactly. great EQ that is on Bob Myers' resume. You throw the war, you throw 18-19 Warriors uh, back in the time machine to when the Bulls play, that team probably doesn't break up. KD probably doesn't leave. But maybe KD doesn't leave OKC. Well, in the 90s, I don't think he leaves so, OKC. So who knows? Right, yeah. But uh, it just it's just a lot different. It feels like it feels like it, they wouldn't, like if it had stayed the way it was uh, with the Warriors and KD, he probably doesn't leave.
1: I do day, think but. because Michael is just, we've all talked about Michael so much and like every aspect of sure. Michael's been so covered. Like at one point, John, you texted me this or maybe you tweeted it, but like Steve Kerr's basketball life is crazy, right? Like Steve Kerr does deserve just a basketball life or whatever we call that. Right. But he's seen, it's insane. Insane. He's seen but, some ish. But because we've talked about all this stuff, like they just I'm sure Michael's time in Birmingham will get some run. But Michael, the, the best player in the world left to play minor league baseball. Like you don't do that if you're Tebow until you've expired like every other option. And then it's, it's just insane. And then it came back and won three more championships. And so, like, we're talking about would this team stick together? Like, that's one of the 50 storylines with this team, and it's just nuts.
4: I do think that's my one – okay, so we've seen, what, one-fifth of this thing? Is that right? Yeah. Um, they're not going to delve no into – <laughs> they're not going to delve into the psychology of MJ on a level that want to get into because I'm just curious. Like, what truly made him tick to want to leave – and to kind of stick it out with all these things. And we're we're not going to get that from this documentary. We're going to get some great stuff in terms of what the Bulls had to go through, but we're not going to kind of figure out why he a stepped away the first time or even the second time. I mean, even he was still the best player when he retired in 98. He had no reason to retire other than he wanted to.
0: Yeah. I wonder though, like when you watch, I mean, it's crazy now. But if it's relatively speaking to what it was in ninety-eight, his life, like just every it had to just for a guy with unlimited energy it energy, it had to be exhausting to live like that. Just to sure. be followed every day. And
4: what team was it wasn't there a lockout in ninety nine? Yeah, the lockout uh immediately followed this season and then we got the the fifty game season. The Spurs which was yeah. yeah, Spurs won the title that year. But like if he did leave
0: unlike LeBron that like when he went from Cleveland to LA it's not like Mike would have needed a market size like he's not gonna go to the Knicks right he makes so much money kind of a weird situation I wonder if he needed a breather and then it was too late and then he already realized like I want to come back in and that's like you're yeah. right it's not really gonna come up the way this plays out I I keep going back and forth like the best footage they have clearly I mean they just have footage of the year and I get you got to go back and set the how Dennis this, this was all phil, setting
4: this was all set in the table these two episodes
0: yeah to, to me I, I need a lot of footage from i like footage from practice from game from golf the locker course room of yeah golf course uh cocaine flipping rooms. people flipping people off yeah. i just need i i need raw behind i want him walking into the cocaine room as much yeah, as that's you got exactly got exactly <laughs> yeah. what i need I, I just need like the. I, I can't get enough practice footage or phil coaching the other thing you see that again is so much different today like Michael, they're at practice. The ninety eight bulls are running a practice. Probably because Michael demanded it. Like they were like, we gotta fucking practice. Like that yeah. would never LeBron doesn't they don't, so, teams don't I mean, the Warriors don't no. Like, no one practices. No, they yeah, don't. see that's the
1: thing. Like to, to Sam's question, like fifteen he played fifteen years. Like fifteen years from eighty four to oh three is not I mean, obviously you take three years out, is sure. not the same as fifteen years today. Because of what John's talking about. Because of how much practice you put in. I just think some of the – No p- no
0: minutes restrictions beside no minute, one, He's
1: bro, playing – the last three years in the league, he played 82 games. His first year in the league, he played 82. He gets hurt the second year, plays 82 the third year, plays 82 the fourth year. Didn't win a championship till year seven. Like, he came in, took the lead by storm, was an immediate superstar. But it still took a few years for them to really get him the kind of help that helped them win a bunch of games. And he's playing his ass off on both ends. How many – all defense teams, like nine?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: At least he's he's eighty two. Defensive player of the year in eighty eight.
1: He's playing eighty one or eighty two games every year. He's he's playing in the Olympics. He goes straight from college to the Olympics to the NBA and plays eighty two games his first year. I love that. That was one of, like Bob Knight's like this one of this is the best player I've ever
0: seen. I do think there's in, this that was element. in nineteen that was in nineteen eighty four too, he said that, right? That
1: yeah, was when he was rookie. I, I do think there's this element like we we were the three of us were born in eighty five, right? Or you guys were born in eighty four. Eighty four. John and Sam. Correct. Yeah. Don't date me. Sorry. So but you don't <laughs> Like, I didn't quite comprehend how fast Michael became one of the best players in the NBA. You know what I mean? Like, I can pull up his basketball reference and see that he averaged 28 as a rookie. Like, damn, that's pretty good. Sure. But I didn't quite realize he gets drafted third. The Olympics happen. After the Olympics happen, he's, like, immediately one of the biggest stars in all of basketball. Before I didn't realize his peers
4: recognized him as the best player in yeah, the league late '80s. Yeah, I didn't like realize that
1: fast it was. Like, damn, this is one of the greatest ever. Like this guy, L- Larry,
3: pretty- Larry Bird. That wasn't Michael Jordan. That was God disguised as Michael Jordan. Another one where just sitting there, and it's like, the fact that the guy gets
0: other people who he played against to say shit like that about mm. him, it's like, and that pff, just does anybody any get Larry. that nowadays. No, to me, what else? Like Isaiah. Yeah. What I always find funny is like when Isaiah Thomas talks. <laughs> he uh, clearly they hate each other. Or it's a weird relationship, but Isaiah always speaks so glowingly about Michael. Like he been like nineteen eighty six. He's like, God, that's power. Yeah, he's like, this guy was <laughs> this guy was flying like a bird. And you're like, I thought you guys hated each other. What the? I I never. That relationship always fascinating to me. It feels more like Isaiah has a weird respect with him, where Michael just hates him because Michael never really talks about him. It's always Isaiah talking about him.
4: It's it sounds like Isaiah realizes MJ Wan, and he has to, quote unquote, like kiss the ring oh. if he wants to be accepted in that like isn't, isn't society a, in that group
0: wasn't there a famous story that like bobby knight was on the phone with the trailblazers gm they're like listen we need a center he's like i'm telling play michael jordan at center you just I don't know what else to tell you <laughs> like, i don't care just play him at center like that's and it's bobby knight who's like the curmudgeon of all curmudgeons who's right. just giving this guy a bj on the like he, he never talks like that that was like the peak of bobby knight too you tried to tell everybody did he I cut Charles Barkley from that team because he was too fat. Char- but did. a bunch of
1: guys got cut from that team. Like, yeah, it was, it was not easy to make. Stars got cut from that team. By it's
0: the like way, Stock- the year- it was like Stockton, the- Mullen, and uh, and Michael were like the stars. I think
4: the year MJ won Defensive Player of the Porter. Year, he averaged 35 points a game.
0: I mean, so I think
1: like his knees get. I do think he physically. Then <laughs> they could thing, kill right? you.
4: Like we'll yes. see it.
1: We'll see it when they get up to this season. Like he, he says, he he gives them an ultimatum. If Phil's not the coach I'm out like he just he was so mentally worn I think by the time they got to this year and then physically I don't know if we'll get to see but
0: uh, you know his knees were shot by the end of his career I I, I do think as a whole and again if these are highlights and stuff I it's not like I can pretend to remember watching 80s basketball but there's an element of the NBA when Michael came in that Again, by the time like the late 80s, early 90s, even Scottie Pippen, like signing an $18 million deal in 91, he's top 1.1% of America. Like he's really, really rich. But there was just a huge point of pride in the league about like earning your stripes and proving it every year and people coming at you. And it was just like you, you talk to any old NBA guy that played in the 80s or 90s, like it was like a point of pride. It was like they looked at it like you could get cut or you would just get, you would just get just fucking disregarded like the nfl it it was very much like the nfl the way they they approached it and like when they every game you never knew who was watching you you always had to bring it where that's what's again i'm not trying to shit on today's nba but it's just a lot different now and the money's changed
3: I I mean, here's, Devin here's Booker's the thing. getting a hundred million. He hasn't done shit. One hundred and seventy. <laughs> right, the guy. The guy got. A, and I think that's part of it. Where it's like, I think me and Sam do say, like, it sucks that ex NBA players don't really don't really like today's game. They don't like it. But then you kind of look back on this, and maybe you kind of get where they're coming from. And you see guys like Car Anthony Town, Devin Booker, guys who don't win. Trey seem
0: like they work hard. Well, honestly, I'll, I'll, I'll give you one, and I like this yeah. guy, but. I think De'Aaron Fox. I don't know whatever the max. Yeah. Like he's gonna get a huge contract this offseason for no reason. Honestly, yeah. for no reason. Like for like for no reason. That's a lot of money for someone Scottie's who God he's kicking every, and him and Michael kicking people's ass. He signs an eighteen million dollar deal and it's lowballed and he had to do it. Like you
4: kind of and, and that's people... where the that's where the incentive structure's off because De'Aaron Fox has more incentive to protect his body and put up numbers so he can get that one hundred and fifty like one hundred fifty million great, dollars is but, a lot of money. Right then do anything in terms of like you know quote-unquote sacrificing and winning for the team yet like he's like i'll worry about that on my next deal or the one after that when i'm ready to win i'm trying to which of course you don't then you're worried about the next deal no well that's
0: the other thing you see that that entire generation of guys that were great players in the 80s and even the 90s and this is where i think the warriors really benefit is when you go to college like it's all about winning and it's like numbers don't really matter in college, especially back in the day, but they still don't really. And you just right. learn to play as a right. team. You
4: only, you only play if to you try do to out things. Yeah, you only the coach play if not put you in. It's
0: just about who has more points at the end of the game. And it's just part of the flow of the game, whoever scores the most or whatever. And it's yeah. just the way they're taught. And that's if you look at the Warriors, like I, I feel pretty confident that if they don't fuck up this offseason, the like they're going to win another championship. Their guys are just too, again, at health or whatever. But they're three core guys. Just they give a fuck. And I not mean, one add, is add, a blue add. chip. They're going
4: to be in position to compete for titles for Big at least time. a few more years. Yeah.
0: Like, there are some parallels to the way they think about it. Like, these guys, again, it's like, can Bob go Jerry Krause now? Can he make a couple moves? You know, can he find, you well, know, the next Tony or just whatever? There's like, the potential to do that. That the guy they draft, Andrew Wiggins, man, <laughs> Michael would have yeah. eaten that guy.
3: Making, a, making <laughs> a lot of money yeah. to be the
4: <laughs> Draymond's going to find. Oh my! God. Actually, Wiggins is the perfect example of what we're saying. Like, oh, seems yeah. like, seems nice, nice enough. Like he, no one's ever said like he's a bad guy or anything. But it's just like oh, he's kind God. of just fallen upward into 150 million dollars. Yeah, like, literally. Hey, but, but Barnes doesn't have to. Well, do Harrison
1: anything. Barnes is a great example, right? At a, at the right price, he was irrepl- almost irreplaceable for the Warriors. Right, right. Yeah. And at at the wrong price, it's like there's no way we can do that.
0: But He's I think Harrison's whoever has signed two contracts worth two. $170 million. But whoever He's, the Warriors yeah. draft, I mean,
1: basically, <laughs> whoever the Warriors draft, wherever they draft, it's the potential to be one of the luckiest lottery picks for that individual player in the history of lottery picks. Yeah. To By the way, you know how team? much the
4: first pick makes? 7 million bucks. Yeah, it's close. 12. Guaranteed 445. 444- Five, because no one's cutting the first pick after one bad year. Right. So literally, so w- was that Zion's contract, give or take this year? Yeah, like yeah, yeah like maybe maybe five percent less. What was his Nike he's, deal.
3: Yeah. Well, no, he's Jordan. Wait, is
4: he Jordan? Yeah. Jordan. yeah so Nike, at the core. But yes, <laughs> it, he's between uh, his four-year rookie deal and the Jordan deal. He's already got hundred million in the bank. So, is your point
0: like the guy's already making decent money? Right. Right off the bat. Right. If you're Wiseman or whoever gets drafted number one, is making twelve million year one. Like that's yeah, not, I mean, do not don't know free, three. No. you know, I, I, hell, I, we'd all take three. But again, you three million dollars, you're still trying to get to that ten or fifteen or twenty. You making twelve at nineteen? Whoever you're getting drafted, number one's nineteen, right? That's, I'm just
4: saying, when Jordan got drafted, I think he got like 800k, which is a ton of money in '84. I think he made. But fi- I, I thought they said 500. At one okay, point. 500. Sorry, I
1: Ooh,
3: said it wrong. It was G-League, um, G-League yeah. G
4: League, G League money, elite. Jalen Green, Green money, money Yeah. My point is. <laughs> 12 million for the first pick. If you flame out, you've made more than enough money to invest it and never have to work for the rest of your life. Yeah. 500 K for the first round. I mean, you you can live like, you know, live like a boss in your twenties, but you can (laughs) run out of that money really quick
0: guy. And I talked about this last week. I think sometimes we too, and I know we've all talked about this, just flippantly throw out, like, you know, you got to work to get that next contract. Like, bro, your, your, your career could end tomorrow. If you've signed a four year, $45 million deal, the most successful like mid business, if he ever signed a forty-five million sold, business. right? I mean, it's like guy hit the fucking lottery. Well, he Scotty's logic, to.
1: right? Like when Scotty explained the logic for signing a seven-year, eighteen million dollars, it, it makes total sense. Like, he had two, two family members
0: in wheelchairs; yes. they had no money.
4: Exactly. I
1: mean,
0: You're like, you know what? All. Yeah,
4: I get it. Yeah, two point five a year just coming in. I I can. It's a very easy to take care of everyone and not have to think about anything.
0: Scotty was J. the J. manager.
4: You see J.A.
0: Adande's tweet about Scotty's agent, who it was?
4: Who was it? I didn't see that. Polinka?
0: It was Jimmy Sexton. No shit. Was Scotty Pippen, Nick Saban, Nick all the big Saban's football agent. agent. Really? What? Was Scotty <laughs> Pippen's agent. And you know, from the South, maybe that was just his connection. I don't How really know. How did they get connected? Sure. I, I don't know. I mean, I just wonder, like, South he's the
1: most, somehow. He's the most powerful, like, college age, coaching agent
0: by a mile. Scott ball. A big, you, Scott you could argue Scottie Pippen's Scott Bors, NBA, yeah. NBA's career manager in college. It's cra- it, wake,
2: wow. And then and his highlights—not any look college. Like, he wasn't the manager his, at Duke.
0: His highlights look like you would see of like a dude that's going to Duke or Kentucky in high school. Like that's what it looked like, and just throwing dunks down. I, I also love a good NBA story. It only happens in the NBA where great. dudes like. You know, this one is Mike it happened to Michael too. You know, he's like five eleven, and then fuck, he comes back six months later and he's six six. Like, I don't know any humans that's <laughs> ever happened to. It happened to Paul George. Remember, like, Paul got to Fresno State, but he, he was, was like tall. 6'4", then he got to six seven, and then by the time his NBA, now he's like six ten. It's Like, yep. wh- how do you guys? Keep I'm growing? kind of
4: calling. I'm calling kind of calling BS on that. It's just like, oh, I just arrived at college six one, and then uh, grew uh, six I, inches as I a twenty year old. I love too. He's tight enough with Scotty that he's in the
1: dock, but he's like. One day I saw him, he was 6'4", and the next time I saw him, he was 6'7". It's like, well, are you are hanging out with him or not? <laughs> I spent a what? summer hoping that would happen to me. But. So did
0: the Bulls – what year was Pippen drafted? 87? 87. So they had made the playoffs. Somehow they got from like the 20s up to 5? I, I I wanted more on It was, on a, that it was a
4: draft day trade. So I wanted
0: more on the trade compensation. Like how did, how did they get that far up to get the guy?
4: They traded some BS veterans. To move up and that's actually actually that's how the Lakers got worthy because they obviously weren't getting the number one pick winning the title in 1982 yeah they how were the I mean,
0: great teams back in the day just oh it's like Celtics and Lakers for like seven straight years have the number it's, top even, pick. it's
4: even
3: more corrupt than it is
4: in today's, I mean, today's league. it's amazing it just weren't like I mean I just can't imagine a team today picking number two overall and they're like I really need um, you know, like a 33-year-old Andrew Bogut. It's too. all yeah, old guy role players. They just,
1: they hate yeah. rookies. Everyone hated
0: rookies. It, it'd been like last year if like, yeah, the Warriors had the number one overall pick and they're getting Zion. That shit used to happen in the NBA, like in the 80s, like clockwork. I mean,
4: every, every yeah, the year. Pe- the Pelicans are sitting there going, we really need Andre Iguodala's veteran leadership in here with... uh,
0: <laughs> Yeah, they end up with like Iguodala and like Culver that picks seven. You know, it's like, yeah. what? <laughs> what? how did this happen? And Dave well, Sturge is smiling in draw. the back. <laughs> I need more David Stern. Yeah, we need David Stern, M- mustache I, I, David Stern. Yeah. I, I I'm always
3: curious as to what uh what David Stern, how he would have treated uh the NBA today, uh with the uh with the minutes restrictions. It would have been fun to see the way that he would have dealt with uh some of what the franchises had done.
0: Yeah, to me, I think the league is just completely he'd have hated it. Yeah, he it, hate it. It, it it jumped the shark. Now, I mean it's it's one thing to take a couple of games off. Listen, I I'm you can't hold anyone to eighty two games. But once you're in, like, the 60 range and you're healthy, it's like, what are we doing here, you know? And, and then
4: constantly too going. Behind the, uh, too much behind the curtain. Like, I'm sure Michael Jordan got annoyed with fans and all that sort of stuff, but he never let anyone see it. That's the bigger thing. Selling right? shoes, man. Well, th- think about this. I grew up
0: 20 minutes away from Marco Arena. When those three years, 96, 97, 98, you just knew when the, when the calendar came out, when he came to fucking Arco Arena, the war—I mean, the Kings were god awful. The Warriors were probably equally as shitty. He was playing those two
4: games. So, was that the Tyus Edney era?
0: Yeah, it was like <laughs> a little old Mitch. Little Mitch I, Richmond. They had a little Spud Webb, Op, Olden Polonies. and it was just like Mike. Mike's gonna was, be there. I remember the pit going in high school to see Allen Iverson, like in '97 or '98, when he just those type guys. Now on whoever the equivalent of like, it's probably still the Kings. Whoever that team is, you're just taking that game off. And it was just like, that's a big reason. Then you got like, damn, I saw Michael Jordan and the kid in SAC and the kid in Texas and the kid in Seattle. And now it's like, well, I wanted to see fucking Kawhi or LeBron, but, you know, he was drinking well, wine that's... and taking the, taking the game off.
4: Yeah, uh, that's a whole uh, thing. And like,
0: Adam I'm... Silver's like Texan. it's all you, LeBron, do whatever who, you want.
1: Who had that <laughs> quote early in, in the first episode? They were like, when you saw Mike, you didn't get 12 points a game. Like, if you came to see Mike, I don't know if it was. Get... No, I no, I, it I wrote a
4: think it was Adonde.
3: Yeah, whoever it was, he's like, "You got 28." And you did. Well, that I mean, that was him, that was the, them saying he was playing every game and he was playing hard every game. They're like, "Yeah, cuz people are watching." And you're like, "Oh, wow." Well. Yeah. Like that that
1: when it starts with that trip to Paris, which was yeah. that whole thing That's was organized was. by McDonald's. Like they went to Paris because Michael had an endorsement deal with McDonald's. Like it was a McDonald's I didn't even realize it was a tournament. Cause they were joking about how they won the championship. Whoever that, ro- who was the rookie? Oh, that was the best I, part. It's like, this doesn't count. I
0: didn't <laughs> quite just, understand what was going See, I was confused. They was like,
1: played what? like a bunch here. of teams in Paris as in like a tournament. Well, of course they won the tournament. And so they get it. So they do
4: this. Uh, they still do this, that they call it the club championship. No so the, the championship of every league plays oh, in the tournament. Cool. And it's like, and um, you know, it's cool for soccer where uh, they're, little more even but it's like the nba championships just a little more talented how, how like hard champion. you think MJ <laughs> tried? how, how hard do you
3: think mj tried in the in the in that tourney the guy just went all out just balls to the wall walking I mean, he, he drunk he, as shit i, I mean, don't even think he
0: needed to <laughs> is, is I, yeah thing. but he would have okay. <laughs> i was reading he was this definitely getting wasted <laughs> david
1: halberstam book about jordan and uh on that trip i guess it went up against the the marlins indians world series like that tournament and baseball's ratings were not like baseball was not doing great in that year. 97 and Ebersol, who's the head of NBC had to decide between going to the world series and going to Paris and Ebersol and Stern are tight. And Ebersol ultimately decides to stay and go to whatever game one must've been in Miami. Right. Because that's where game seven was. And, uh, Is that Manny versus, uh, what's that? What's it, uh, young Manny Cabrera? and Tomy. Yeah. Edgar Renteria, the hero. And uh, Craig Council scores. But Stern tells Ebersol, you want to come to Paris or go to the lowest or, or be at the lowest rated World Series ever? Like, so Stern had as much swag as MJ. Like, he was talking shit to the head of NBC, his buddy, about how bad baseball was at the time. The NBA just, I mean, they, I don't remember, I guess I do remember watching Super Bowls in those years, the Bills and, Early the Redskins
4: and then the Niners and the Cowboys. I, I always I wonder like how that. much of that is. It's kind of but like the, the hangover period from like the Niners being great to like. I, I, I just
2: the the, the but but I I NFL was actually the, time, str- the, the, the
0: NFL was actually struggling kind of in the early '90s. Just big picture, like teams were moving. They were not making anywhere near the money. The I, I'd argue the NBA and baseball were bigger in the NFL, and then baseball went on strike, so that fucked them. And yeah. Jordan Jordan left, but once he came back, it was on like Donkey Kong for like '96, '97, and '98. They were, to me, bigger than I mean, Favre. I guess the Yankees kind of came around at the end of the 90s. But yeah, but that think... would have been like the Braves, the <laughs> Twins. Yeah, I, I, to me, Michael Dwarf. Most of
1: my sports watching was the NBA in those days.
0: I mean, I watched
3: everything, but my memories were the NBA. But same with me. <laughs> Two-three-peats is insane. I just, yeah. You see the Warriors break down at the end of the – or the first three-peat. I mean, I guess it's the already
4: one-three, <laughs> but – uh, yeah, like when when they got KD, Ooh. you kind of thought like it's just predisposed they're gonna win for a turn. I mean, they damn near. I mean, the guy stays in healthy, right? They would have won the third one, which but it like, shows man. you they
0: could have cruised to three without yeah. injuries, you know? It's yeah, just, it wasn't really a fair fight. You know? It just. I, yeah. I know, me and guy like, I love the NBA, I, and I liked watching that team. I like gambling on their overs. I didn't want him to come here just because I knew now it was cool when he was here, right? And it was – I mean, it was incredible, but it was – I do understand where people outside of this area are like, fuck, I mean, this shit's boring as shit. Right. I mean, it's, you could argue at least this year there was a little intrigue. You know, Clippers-Lakers was going to be fun. Who knows the East?
1: Were the Warriors going to be like the 30-win Bulls that made the playoffs?
0: <laughs>
1: the 30-win Bulls
0: making yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, I saw that 30
1: and wow. That is worse than the East that LeBron played in the last 10 If, like, 10 Steph years. had come back and Clay had come back, but – I'm yeah, with John. Some, like John, there I, were
0: some bad, there were some bad teams back then too.
1: You just the league benefited so much. I we think talked they only so much. had 24 teams right then. Yeah, uh, 16 or, or out of 24, 24 making it. Yeah, because they had a they finished like eighth out of 11 in the East, right?
4: Yeah, So maybe they only had 22. Is that possible? So it literally or was just, it out of 12. Just keep trying and you'll eventually make it. But <laughs> I I do think you
1: know we talk so much about like how fans feel about social media and politics and all. I think so much of it is just, you don't have the storylines change every year. And Michael made it so easy. You just see, like they go from no fans to sellouts. You couldn't afford a $7, the $7 upper deck ticket. I love seeing old ticket prices. That's what a slice of pizza costs in the Marina. Um, But like you they so quickly, just the average person became a basketball fan and a bulls fan. Like that's what Steph did. I don't know if anybody did it to the like in the way that Michael did it until Steph. We're just
0: people who didn't give two shits about basketball for watching basketball. Yeah. Well, I also think there's a small percentage. like Harden doesn't move the needle with most people. you know they're right. in a in a league, there really is only going to be at most three and sometimes like one, sometimes two. And the Warriors had two of the three of them. and then LeBron. Like people, like the NBA media loves acting like Russell Westbrook. He ain't doing something for most people. Again, he's entertaining, and they'll if he's on, people might pay attention. But he's not but carrying the league. No, can't not even close. And I think they got to pray to God, Zion. Like one thing I, you know, Maybe. Michael was Michael was always big on like wearing suits and stuff. And and I don't in 2020 like the dress. The one thing though, just the way he carries himself, there was just like you know the guy acts pretty professional, and I think there is an element to that.
2: Well, with, it goes back to it goes back the to the Warriors, point for sure that Steph and Clay was, have
0: that.
4: It goes back to the basic point where, if you were watching the Bulls, you knew you were going to get or you felt you were going to get Michael Jordan's A effort, so you had the interest to watch him. I don't know, like March third against Sacramento Kings because you knew you were going to get the peak Jordan effort with the NBA now. I don't know, like outside of when the Warriors were chasing 73. Do you really feel that way with like any player? Any I don't game? feel like
0: that with them In the last couple of years. It was kind of, yeah. Shocking, I mean, them, yeah,
4: it's pretty much. They, they chased it that one year they lost. Then they, they started to become the, you know, like everyone else who's like, we're going to pace ourselves which is smart but it's also terrible for the consumer yeah Yeah, that's
3: it's all it's all like that it's like it's great that De'Aaron fox gets a hundred plus million dollars but then it's also like for De'Aaron fox yeah it's great for him and it's like yeah i mean it's part of like yeah we're supposed to be happy for the guy but i mean shit (laughs) none of this is actually entertaining for the viewers that are watching the game like you just said like i don't know i could survive on 40 it's fine
0: i i think Kawhi is a big reason like He's an all-time great talent, right? I mean, in a big game, he's as good as anybody. Sure. But when you're, when you're playing like 62 games and then, you know, they, they I'm telling you he's injured and then you flip on the TV two days later and he scores 35, you're like, this guy's fucking fine. What, what are we doing here? <laughs> well, it's, it's also the way that it, it's, he gets no blowback for any of it. Any of it, right? There's just zero. Like, like, to me, that's back to, like, I don't think he's big enough, really, you know, for being an all-time great player. Like, I don't, don't even think people care. And no. part of it's his own personality. He's never going to say anything. Someone texted me tonight and they had a good point. They're like the irony of Jerry Krause getting a bunch of shit. And any GM would for blowing up a great team. Players do it all the time. LeBron's done it left. Great. You know, the heat, they would have been good if he would have stayed. Kevin just did it. They were going to give him $250 million. He could have stayed on a
4: torn Achilles. Kawhi just left a fucking
0: championship team. team. It's clearly still loaded. They would have been awesome. Fuck! They want, won favorite. this year. Yeah, I mean it, it happens all the time with players, you know. So it's just like, or or just they're willing, to, and no one – oh, Oh, just leaving. He just wants well, to go play, you know. In, in Jerry's
1: in, in Jerry Krause's defense, John, he did it for Coach Floyd, who won like
0: forty-two games in three years. Did Michael and Scotty go to uh, the stepdaughter's <laughs> wedding? <I was> like, <laughs> did they show up? Because because Ryansdorf was like, yeah. I, I i was you know probably not in great taste not inviting phil well did, did like was steve kerr there like we're just all well, like, right like i wish people wouldn't invite. It sounds like a great day the day was, you don't get was invited he just, to was he kind of saying like i didn't want to go to that wedding and i kind of felt obligated to go but did michael and scotty go to that wedding or do they just get no invitations way. there's so no that? way they went but i i think times were different they might have just again like there is it was a little more corporate back then you just kind yeah. of like that was your boss they were so powerful, you could talk okay. shit, but he still works for the guy, kind of. Jerry was always hovering. Did you know? Have you noticed that in the dock? Like you just like there's Jerry Krause. hovering
3: and getting roasted. Just, <laughs> just hey, don't 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 let Jerry get that. Uh, Steve Kerr also sounds exactly like he sounds today. Like Looks the 20th. same too. Just just has not aged at all. The guy is just yeah, the same dude. Kind of the same dry humor. It's kind of uh, just seen a lot of shit. He <laughs> just seen oh. a lot
4: of stuff there's an irony to what was it? Bob Myers is known as like the Forrest Gump of basketball, but it's kind of kind of applies for Steve Kerr too. Just kind of yeah. To me,
0: to me, Steve's on a in that building like Bob's been the agent for whoever, and now Steph and Clay they've won some championships and they've been around in the NBA. I mean, this guy's at a front row fucking seat for that. Yeah. Then he was around Duncan. Then you know, I mean, he runs a team. He and runs now he's sun. coached this team. Yeah. So everyone's like, oh, well, remember when this. Was that his first year in OKC when Draymond yelled at him, or second year? Second year, because oh, because Luke had been coaching. Yeah. So they Draymond, like, Draymond was hitting hitting threes. Remember hitting shots? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Steve, I mean, you understand like Steve ain't scared. Like you, you don't you don't survive around Michael. And I think sometimes you know Steve a little soft. He kind of feels that way. Like Steve is kind of fucking crazy deep down. He's got a little well, he to carries him just. Him. A, I it. don't, I don't need, I don't,
1: I'm not doing any of this because I need it kind of vibe, which is also his kind of. He's got nothing to lose at it, vibe, right? So when he uh, which is important. Totally. One of
3: one of the one of the better moments, <laughs> better moments, I guess, is directly correlated to MJ. Is he calls out KD in that series against Houston that they're losing, uh, twenty seventeen eighteen After game one. Do I have that right, Sam? Yeah, um, and he calls him out for saying you gotta trust your teammates. Now they took that fucking video down immediately, but uh, that was great. <laughs> Wait, was it that was, was that the same?
1: Or was am I thinking of something different when he basically said you gotta take like I don't care if he takes forty or fifty shots and Katie's like I just play within the offense.
2: Mm, that, that might have a, been
1: that after. A... That one might have been after. So
4: what we we're saying you have to trust your teammates, you got to trust your teammates him to MJ. Yeah,
3: yeah,
4: yeah. and, and he uh,
3: immediately took it down. Yeah, shocking, Katie. i unhappy about that one.
4: Uh, you know what's funny? <laughs>
0: 2017. It's all passive aggressive. It's all like they're still like friends when they're looking at each other, right. but doing this shit. Back then, Michaels is like, you little fat fuck, get away from me. And they're just oh, that up. is, you know, <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> let's talk about that. Yeah, that is the best part of MJ where he you just, <laughs> you just talk. You yes. know, it's like you had an issue, no you Twitter. just say it. Scotty, Jerry Krause, I mean, I, it doesn't, Jerry wasn't scared of him. Jerry was always around him, right? right? It's not like Jerry was avoiding them. There's no fit in, fit out bullshit. It's it's just look he's trying so to win it. Stuck, and
4: can that can that style of leadership and just yes. general demeanor even happen in 2020? Can it at well, least Draymond, in the NBA? Well, there's Dr- yeah, but Draymond's not, star. Al- yeah, Draymond's from, not well, a star. Yeah, Draymond's not. No, he's Draymond's not he, like MJ is
3: now. It's too late for this.
4: <laughs> I, I'm talking about someone of the caliber of LeBron, Harden, Steph. Kd like someone like that. Can they even take that demonstrative tone?
1: But I mean, wouldn't that be times? better
4: than treating everybody
1: like they're your guy and then trying to get half the team traded behind their back and then the trade? Well, blows yes, up it's, on it's you, definitely like, better than passive aggressively yeah, trying to trade half your roster. I I do Dude, think there's there's like a fundamental. There are the, the players who can be coached that way exist. Maybe not as many of them, but I think they exist. Maybe they're not all as mentally tough as Draymond, but I think.
0: I think those guys still exist. I'll say one thing for Draymond. I agree with you, Sam. He's not necessarily like a star, like the league-wide, the way sure. if you just put him on. But I do think in his locker room, he's on the pedestal where he's on their level, and he can say whatever the fuck he wants. And he's the only guy that will, probably consistently. I mean, Clay, maybe as he gets older, probably will a little more. That's not really Steph's yeah. style Like, he can just let it rip. Like, he was the guy. Like, Steph and Clay weren't going to say that. I'm, sa- I'm saying
4: year. Draymond can yeah. say that, too. um Eric Pascal, who looks like a nice player, but, I, but he said nothing. it to Kevin last year when he called him a little bitch or whatever. I know, but you. how I'll did the you. perception? How the perception go there? Well, yeah, that's he got crushed,
0: he got suspended. But I thought I he had to apologize. I, I was, I had to. do was him right. On, I know that's why I've always he kind to support him. Right. I thought them suspending him was kind of nuts. It's like God, he's just standing well, up for the organization well, here.
3: They were trying to keep. <laughs> they were trying to they had nothing to do with keep him. KD,
0: yeah, but he's already
3: admitted like he was always gone. So it was stupid. We all knew it on the outside. Everybody knew. Um, that that was going to be yeah we'll see I don't I just nobody's like that anymore I mean look at the next guys Zion and Doncic I you doubt both guys either guy is going to be just they're not going to be
1: we're not giving Russell Westbrook credit for being that guy
3: (laughs) I don't think he yells at his teammates you guys a
0: pro Russell Westbrook podcast or uh... no no. how
4: about (laughs) like (laughs) I've come around on him actually I'm 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 pro-Russell Westbrook these days.
2: That's it's,
1: what happens when you get old, man. T- it turns out shit. like that Michael's issue...
0: Michael played golf with Danny Ainge before game two of their playoff series. I, can I red flag something? I saw about 50 people in the media immediately. I never want to hear about 2020 oh, yes, being buddy-buddy. Yes. It's buddy. <laughs> like, guys. Yeah, so this is my we, point, John. We've right. heard all the stories. Michael did this on purpose to fuck with you. Well, that you one it didn't sound like you fucked with Danny. But, well, he didn't need to. He wasn't. Danny was like, whatever. Yeah, He's but a the point is, like, player. the next day, Larry he out.
1: He didn't, yeah, he didn't go soft on Danny in the game. Yeah, didn't he but, buy, but, did, did I see somebody tweet tonight that he bought Barkley a $20,000 earring before game six of the 93 finals or something like and that? And then called like, him a fat fuck. Fat fuck. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I'd say the one difference, like, if that's true or not, like, him and Charles had had a long standing yeah. relationship and known each other for a while. And Charles would have been the first to tell you, like, this guy would shoot me in the head yes. on the basketball court. So it's like, I think the buddy buddy thing for the media trying to defend it. It's like, well, then we watch it and no one's playing hard again. I, no one would care. if Yeah, It gets gets
4: back to what your point is, which is they're not playing hard. They're not not orchestrating uh, free agency.
0: No one in the Boston garden. were like, God, you know, we just didn't get our money's worth tonight (laughs) watching this game. You know, it's like, Jesus Christ. I, no one cares what they do as long as like when they're playing, I think the knock on these guys now, it's like, yeah, they're really close. And then I just, they don't play that where well, that's one thing in football. Like I think these guys are really close in football, just like the NBA. Cause you're sure. now with these camps you're around, but the nature of the sport of football, it's like, well, you, you can't like half acid across the middle. Yeah. You know? right. But you <laughs> know what it is too? I,
1: I think part of it is like, it goes back to what Adam silver, when Adam silver said at the Sloan conference about like all the players being unhappy is I think it feels to some, like it's the players against the players as a league, again, like them and the fans are not on the same side. Whereas like Michael could play with Danny or whatever, but when it came to game time, like Michael was the Bulls fans had Michael and the Celtics fans had Danny,
4: and I think people well, feel they, like they the still now, felt aligned to their team. Exactly is and what it now it, came it down feels to. like
1: it's the players, whatever individual team rivalries they have is is smaller than what, than them versus the media or them versus the fans or whatever or
4: management or man
1: just yeah whatever it is, but like they're in it together, which. You know, most player groups are in it together, but you still got to be able to make everybody feel like you're battling. Well, it's like it's like their their
4: primary team is the uh, players' union as opposed to whatever team they're playing for. They're, and or, and yeah. that's kind of the the disconnect there where it's you know, you don't you don't see like Jordan is golfing with whoever and he hates Jerry Krause. But when the game starts, all he cares about is the bulls winning that night you don't feel that same level of commitment from whatever player you want to pick today.
0: That's where in I most think
4: cases, if Durant
0: had never come to the Warriors, I love it. it this has, has become fi- a Warriors
4: conversation. And over
0: the five At year always. period, because I, I do think their guys do parallel their core guys.
4: Right. Well, dy- we're talking about dynasties. Too. They're their guys. Their core guys are old school in that. sense. Yeah, yeah, They, they wouldn't are. have been able they to win. Are.
0: It would have been hard for them probably over the five year. They won what they win three and five years let's say they would have won two in five years, just their style, kept Barnes or done whatever. And just like, you know, these guys just like the way Jordan was kind of ripping Scotty, like it was about the team, about the team, about the team. I think they would have got a lot more respect on the outside, even though what were they supposed to do? Tell Kevin, no, you know, and fucking Harrison Barnes. I'm with you. But you just would have, and and that's, I don't, Steph Clay and Draymond are like, fuck, we stayed. And we took a lot of pride in this thing. Hell till Kevin's dying days, Draymond screaming at him to take some pride. Like, they never changed, mm-hmm. and that's where I think just back in the day with the way the Bulls were set up, because they never really – I don't think they would have been able to win most years the 98 championship, right? Because they went to seven sure. against the Pacers. Scotty's back's fucked up. Now he's got a bad foot too, and George and just – And he wants to be traded. <laughs> he's just miserable. I mean, Phil probably got one foot out the door. Well, I mean, Phil was kind of – there was a cool scene when Phil slams the locker room door. right. Like God, you don't see good fill like that often. Get like how that. about that locker room?
1: How small it was. Yeah, it was just like an airport carpet, and like some stools and a trainer's table in the it, corner.
3: It is like Oracle. It is. It does look like
0: <laughs> Oracle locker room was a piece of shit. It was just. To me, it shows you also that the guys miserable. just adapt. Like if you give them a shitty locker room, guys just have a shitty locker room. They won't even—you don't even think about it.
3: <laughs> they just straight to the club or yeah, what's what's what's
0: Lakem's locker room now? Don't they have like heated stuff, oh. like individual TVs, and Sean, it's just you're, it's you're Your basic Goddamn. college basketball
1: college basketball team has individual yeah. TVs now. Yeah, Duke, do do? Duke's like Stanford got it. would have that. Yeah, I don't know if Stanford does, but like yeah, I was going to say a lot of non-major that. programs have sweet shit. Yeah, you're probably right. You know, you yeah. know it's crazy. Yeah.
4: I mean, it's not crazy. Right. It, there's a lot of money, but well, before we get out of here, let's let's uh let's tie this all back. Um, give me your uh, take and feeling through the first episode. Did it live up to expectations? And are you excited for the rest of them, guy? You can go first because yes. you're on my screen. <laughs> yes and yes. I mean.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I saw a lot of stuff I hadn't seen before, just in terms of footage. And I think, for me, the best thing that this documentary has going for it, and to John's point, like, you get all this practice footage, you get all this footage that had not been, it'd been sitting in a storage closet in Secaucus since they filmed it, which is, like, all that's pretty crazy, that, like, people have tried to make this documentary, didn't make it. But that Michael speaks honestly about all these things that are happening, to me is all I really need because we haven't really heard Michael that much. And if you do hear Michael, it's, you know, he does so many random interviews, good morning, America, and all this other stuff. But to have somebody who's done two years of research and has seen all this unseen film before talking to MJ like that. And I, you know, we all knew this before we started watching it tonight, but the fact that they have full participation from Michael. And I think the value of that that cocaine story early was it just kind of told you okay you're getting like open Michael you're not getting Mike who's just a part of this because for whatever reason he agreed to be a part of it like this is Michael trying to I think Wilbon said this or maybe Ramona wrote this or like this is Michael controlling his narrative to the degree that he can even though all this footage kind of speaks for itself so yeah that's that's really all I need is Mike
3: yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting to see. For me, it's gonna be interesting to see the players that I've watched growing up now do it. I mean, Kobe's not gonna get one, but but Duncan, I want to see one for Duncan.
0: I, want I think to see Co- I think Kobe could get one because they would have so much film. I mean, Just, he wouldn't be in it, but yeah, narrating I mean, it. But I think he could get a real one because they I mean, so much film. He's got to appear in this one at some point, right? Ooh,
4: he's in this. I, I remember from that. the promo they show him sitting down. Oh wow, he was in the promo and then you know he be passed and they stopped. Uh, putting him in the promo because it's but yeah he'll definitely be in it at some point I mean I want to see a magic and fucking
0: bird one like shit um Didn't they but
3: that? not that I want
0: I want
3: to yeah, see there's one on
0: HBO that's it's not on this level but it's pretty good
3: see a LeBron one you know LeBron has a documentary oh. team with him for the last 20 years oh he's got one for his kids he's got one for him he's got one for I mean at least the, the song stuff Quibi did.
4: or whatever <laughs> What's
1: what was the Brony tweet from uh Joey Molinaro
3: <laughs> Bronny went oh 100 <laughs> just a lot of tiktok stuff um but I, I leave it up to to your your guys thoughts too i i enjoyed it i thought it was uh, i thought it's great it's refreshing to see a uh, star player talk about uh, actually winning games i think that's that's and also i think the craziest part is at least to me it seemed like he could get coached and you know a lot of times you know, in the NBA, it's it's like it's not it's different from Kyle Shanahan, who can make a you know a shitty offense you know pretty good. The NBA, it's like, look, man, if you got a shitty players, it doesn't matter what fucking scheme you have, you're You're going to be, gonna be good. So, um, it was kind of cool to see MJ. You know, kind of listen to his coach. It was kind of cool to see like a, a cohesive team. Uh, you don't see much of that uh, in today's NBA.
0: No, oh, I to me the key is Michael being transparent and honest and I think the alcohol and I I wonder part of the reason he's drinking, <laughs> part of the reason he's drinking is just I mean this is not, you don't see him super candid a lot anytime. I mean I bet his friends do, a small percentage of people do, but he's not like this publicly so probably he needs to get liquored up a little bit just to, so he could be his true self and you kind of see it come out sometimes like he'll just get kind of fired up and it's like God this is badass and then just to me the way they shot it, I think, guy, you're right. That cocaine story kind of like, whoa, I didn't – this thing's kind of getting re- – just Michael dropped the line. Like, there are lines. Like, and you realize, yeah, there's probably cocaine everywhere in America at the time. So, why wouldn't the rich guys have it? You know, it's just NBA players. Of course, they're doing it. And to me, he's, he, he's going to make the doc. Because all the other guys, like, Kurt is awesome. You know, Phil – rodman like those guys are gonna say you can tell scotty doesn't give a shit like those yeah, guys we, we, we can get
4: as much john paxton as we want
0: yeah i mean you those guys are always willing to let it let it rip to me if michael lets it rip it's yep. it's it'll That'd never be go. touched yep, you know
3: yeah
0: i have
1: a question sam, you want to wrap us up your Before thoughts sa- uh, after sam wraps us up i have one more question yeah. for you guys
4: oh no go with your question no no, I no
2: know answer this so. one
1: first
4: okay to the question um no, I'm just excited to see it. I'm excited to see the rest of it, see the behind the scenes footage. I'm hoping we get more practice and candid footage because these first two episodes were 80% like interview, um, narrative. Yeah, like history and like I get it, you know. I don't need to learn about Jordan at North Carolina, <laughs> but like the average viewer probably does. So I'm curious to see how deep they go into it. Like they give you teasers. Need the meat episode. Needs the meat of like him yelling at his teammates and stuff like that. Charmin. To me though, to me though, where that's
0: cool is it's like NBA royalty talking or basketball. Right, right. Roy Williams. It's James Worthy. You're like, oh, sure. You know, it's like James Worthy. (laughs) (laughs) James Worthy saying like,
3: yeah, he was. I was better (laughs) than him for two. Like that guy's really good. And then him just kind of saying. Yeah, this guy fucked me up. Like, uh, I'm a scrub basically, and I'm just sitting there like, "Damn, like that's a grown man talking that, about." That would that would,
0: than- that would that ever happen today? No, 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 no. A player of James Worthy stature talking about, even if the guy's way better than they yeah. guy, players I mean, don't talk like that. No, no. And you got Trey Young out here talking about, you
3: know, going to be better than Steph. Like, no, that's not happening to, to, <laughs> yeah, today's game. So you yeah, will
1: let you. we uh, we're gonna, that we're gonna just, have
4: another Trey Young podcast. But. That
1: that leads us to my question, which is: Is this documentary? going to change anybody's opinion that uh, thinks the 73-win Warriors are better than the 72-win Bulls or just the best? Well, I don't, I don't
3: know if anybody oh, thinks no. that they're better, though. I, could, I think beat, the
1: question, could beat them.
3: I think it's a 16, 17, the 16-17. The 16-17 Warriors is going to be the one that, that people are going to say, is, can that team beat the Bulls? Because there are a lot of people that have watched both and have said that the Warriors are just as good, if not better. The ninety-six bulls
0: against the first KD team. Yeah.
4: Well, I think, think that I think the I think the thing we're gonna take away from it, hopefully, if it's done right, is you know, you can you can put together a perfect storm of a team for one season, but what makes the the ninety-eight bulls yeah. special is like they were splintering apart and they still want it all. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's what we're gonna take away from it. It's like, I mean. It's kind of a direct shot at LeBron. LeBron's individually as good as. I
0: love this podcast.
4: <laughs> uh, by but I mean, he's, he's directly as good as anyone <laughs> ever, right? So yeah, easily. I mean, but has he ever repeated? Has he ever been able to hold a team together yeah, that's, for yeah. that long? No, every exactly. one of his teams kind of falls the same formulaic path. They get built up, they get to a certain level where they're unbeatable, and then they fall apart. So I think that's, I feel like that's going to be what the whole documentary is going to try to pull together. It's harder to win when everyone has differing agendas in year three, year four going the other way than it is to get to the mountaintop. How many guys like
0: Mike could be that famous, be that accomplished, make that much more money than the number two guy in a squad yet, like balance this big picture team, all about the team being disappointed in Scotty. And saying it with a straight face, that Scotty's making like two point seven, and that, he's making thirty. He's making fifteen times more than
3: that. That, that <laughs> might have been. That, that might have been, been the, selfish. Yeah, that was would, that, that was the part where I was like, I love MJ the whole way. That was when I was like, yeah, okay, you might want to slow down on that. Well, one.
0: it's like, why didn't Mike? That's where I get back to. Like, has Mike thrown Scotty a little casual? Yeah. Years? Like, had, did why didn't Mike go to bat for Scotty the way he's talking about him? Like, hey, can we get this guy a little bump? I yeah. mean, Jesus, literally, they should mention bump. my
1: name with his, <laughs> unless it's a checking account.
0: <laughs> can i can uh, we get one before we get out of the take on the the kd warriors well somebody got to work
1: tomorrow the, i mean the the, 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 ben, the,
0: the 96 <laughs> bulls here would be my thing the warriors would have more firepower just because they got three elite guys at the end of the day they got michael 96 was incredible scotty was dominant but they i mean you know rodman let's say rodman you're Draymond a wash uh My thing with Michael, and Phil was good at this too. Their mental head games. Michael would say things to you that you can't say. So you're saying Michael and KD would have been? He he would have been so mean to Kevin because they would have him and Phil would have located the weak link mentally, and it would have been Kevin because Clay's unfazed. Draymond and fucking Rodman doing their thing. Steph, like Michael, could check Steph physically and you know give him trouble, but like they wouldn't be able to mentally fuck with him. I think they, now Kevin, like Scotty, he's got, he's taller than Scotty. Now, Scotty's a great player, but I think they could mentally fuck with him. Now, Clay, like, what, Ron Harper going to guard Clay? Because you would imagine Michael would check Steph, Scotty check Kevin, Ron chase Clay, right? But I just wonder if Kevin, again, we'd never be able to do this in real life, but in the hypothetical world, could hang, I mean, Phil would be saying shit in the media about Durant. They would be saying shit about like his upbringing. They would say things that, oh, would, that would like good. Oh, I, I, now again, Kevin is physically as, you know, a top 12 player probably all time. Like he, I have do hang. think the one thing we haven't
1: really seen from Kevin is him f- f- mentally shrinking games. If he, Yeah, if I was he's
0: going to say, Yeah, for... but, he, but LeBron's not like some mental fucking juggernaut coming after yeah, you.
4: family. I, I, so, yeah. I just think Michael, so, would, that's have always said, been Michael would have the said. That's always been crazy. The, uh, the dichotomy of, of KD to me where it's like, how can you be arguing with people in the DMs and then be that calm well, in the game? I was going like, to say, it's, he's it's a, he's weird, a he's like, it's a weird thing. So yeah,
3: like with Patrick,
4: pretty pretty it kind of just Patrick makes Beb you Rethink
3: yeah. yeah. it's so like Pat Bev is not MJ, but it's like, you can see he comes at him. K- Katie's obviously rattled in the media. He's talking all this shit, but he comes on the court and the guy drops 40. And that's where you're like, yeah, he might be sensitive in, on Twitter. On social media, but on the court, that motherfucker is nasty. Anger, like, anger works for him. Like so, that, so, that's that's know, what, but, that'd be the but court like ball.
4: when if pro, like, nobody like MJ though elite yeah. Scotty
0: yeah. checking Kevin yeah.
4: here's yeah. A, here's a, here's Michael saying mean things. Down. It really <laughs> depends which era's rules you go by. It
0: will. If, I mean
4: the three. I mean this, this is the this is the cop out answer, but but like, it's true honestly. If you. If you can't hand check, how effective are Scotty and MJ defensively against them?
1: But also, do we let On the flip side and Michael take threes for like two years before we play this game? Yeah, it's true. true.
0: I, I, watched, I think my, Michael could, though, like mirror, you know, he could stay in front of Steph. Like staff. I mean, like, so, oh, there's, in, a, there's
4: no a problem game. with that. But I'm just saying, like, if they're taking 35 threes a game, and Mike and Scotty are taking eight, which is that, that, what they took. That, that, that's where like, it's hard to even point, make this argument. Yeah. I will at a say certain point, the math doesn't work in their I favor. Watched,
1: I watched uh, game six of the 93 finals today in like a 20-minute recap because I, lo- I was a Suns fan, fan that year. And um, R- Richard – or I guess it was game one. Richard Dumas gave the Bulls some problems. <laughs> Richard – averaged like 60, he was long, He was like 6'7", he was long, they couldn't really guard him. Marley shot 43% from three in that series, and Marley was the only one taking, Danny Ainge took 12 threes, was 8 for 12, so Ainge went 8 for 12 for in the In a Suns. game or in the series? No, in the series, but Marley <laughs> shot, Marley shot so a two ton again. Of, yes, Marley shot 43%, He was so they couldn't really stop Marley from hitting threes, and that team obviously was not like Kevin Johnson was great, but he wasn't staff, and he was sure. much shorter. I do think this the Warriors. Again, it's well. That's the, that's the, the style funny is just thing. So weird, it's like I think uh, they give problems. you see Kerr, Kerr Mike it's... Brown
0: versus Phil. Though, who do you like there? <laughs> <laughs> Same
4: style. No one calls Her, any time Kerr to stop coaching against player Kerr. Who do you like in that
3: matchup? <laughs> <laughs> Let's shut him down. Um, I think the Warriors probably have a chance to win games by twenty, but I think the Bulls win every close game. So who knows? But who I knows just know it?
1: this: even uh, though the but, era thing is true, and you can't comp them. I just think the Bulls were – I just put them at the top of the mountain.
2: Yeah.
0: But, like, th- 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 in fairness to Kevin, for being a guy that you're right, gets we all talk about him but he being mentally weak. He doesn't shrink in these moments. Like, no. historically, a lot of, like, the Malones, the right. Hardens. I'm talking yeah. Hall of Famers. Like, he's, he's fucking taking LeBron and yep. shitting on him. So, you're yep. like, well – even if michael is saying mean things to him like if he's just shooting shots they're gonna probably go in right he can't be guarded the guy just pulls up on lebron he just there, yeah. there's no there's no i actually think michael i think michael done. would like him a lot like this, this style like they would be like jesus christ there wasn't anyone like that yeah you know?
3: no but never will be But he tried to
0: kill him that'd be the thing he might they might just fight him that would be a problem for kevin Yeah,
3: just, Dr- just be draymond he's gonna take him golfing yeah hey actually that that well that'd
0: be a problem yeah he'd take steph (laughs) golfing and he'd bet like 25k a hole steph might beat michael yeah right i love that every michael was a reverse handicap i love that
1: every uh, like superstar golfing outing story from like the 90s always involves some random writer that's just like gets to play with the guys like who was the guy i guess he wrote jordan's book so maybe
4: they were tight sam smith no, it wasn't but, Sam Smith. Tell you what, he, Ethan's, not golfing, Ethan's not golfing with anyone. Tell you what, <laughs> it's not what Strauss. Is doing. Ethan's not on the the KD. Uh, He's not. MJ golf game. <laughs> no. You're right no. though.
0: Think about like the equivalent of like, oh, it's just like uh, doing a doc in ten years on Kevin. It's like Kevin Strauss, Slater, Climbing, like, yeah, and Slater <laughs> just fucking hanging, like ha- t- you know, having That's a couple more like the that it's and a Sam, Sam Climbing, Sam Climbing, and KD all up in the Millennium Tower, just you know, doing lines. <laughs> but, but, but again. There's so I mean there's so much to this shit. There was an element of just the media was a lot different, but really wasn't that different. Like the media, a guy writing a book still not making like that. He's still a media guy. Did yeah. they just were they just now, now they know else? they can
4: just get rid of them because people will just buy their propaganda at all. Yeah. Times. Well, was it, was that
0: it? You think they were just playing? Yeah. Was Michael just playing the game, or did he kind of yeah. like the guys? I don't know. Kind of feels probably like both. Michael just got along with weird people that day and age. Like the guy wouldn't get along with today.
4: It's probably both. Yeah, I think Michael. he I don't think he was thinking big enough picture <sighs> to start his own media company and But
0: I yeah, I don't even think it crossed his mind. He's like you wanna be writing a book on me, come playing golf, me, Danny, fucking grab some beers and let's play. How did him and Danny I I want more on that story.
3: Uh we're by the way, we're gonna we're gonna cut in Middlecoff saying uh <laughs> shoot the ship, shoot the shoot the fuck she just sent over a text and uh wants us to cut in Middlecoff on his radio uh show. What what is it? Uh something about corona on a ship. <laughs> shoot that shit down. Who sent a text? The, uh, she, uh Rashid. He's Warriors World. Oh, oh, sorry, Sheet. Okay, gotcha. Love, biggest uh, fan of middle car. Just the
1: biggest. Oh, you know, two guys who got suspended for a time <laughs> on Twitter. That's what that's about.
0: <laughs> Big, biggest. He loves uh, it. again. I, I got in trouble twelve hours. <laughs> Spent it for twelve hours. I, the athletic she got the mad at me because I wanted to sink the ship that had <laughs> Corona. And Twitter like I miss yeah. your I missed your suspension. Wow. Well it, a list twelve hours. One. Started at nine at night, and I was back on and like eight in the morning you just had to delete the tweet or something i think they automatically do it but it's like you had to not fight it that's
3: what it was if i if i appealed
0: it but i didn't know how long the appeal process would be it's like people thought i wanted just innocent people to die and now you know a month later we're in been in quarantine and that ship could have been a huge part of bringing corona who knows it's aged pretty well i'd say
3: Oh man, i right, right. you about to get
4: suspended again?
3: Oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, we're getting Ben to cut that one in. I'll send, I'll send that one over. It's just, it's, be- it's just beautiful. Um, is, is,
0: is she ever coming back, or is it just Twitter over for him? I dude, it might be over. He's gotten suspended like five times. I don't even know what he's doing. I, I don't either. I never, never I seen know. his crazy tweets. To be honestly, I don't any, think it's that than anyone else. It might be
3: like film stuff, like media. Like you can't post certain videos and shit. I think the NFL is kind of rigid about that. Or he got in trouble he- with Derek Carr too, which is pretty funny. But. Uh,
0: does he post that many videos of I don't like, film.
3: I guess he roasts Derek Carr. We'll just we'll end it there. He he makes fun of Derek Carr. Derek Carr not a fan.
0: But I a... but I feel like a lot of people roast Derek Carr. <laughs> in the
3: media. Yeah, I guess when you have I don't know. Yeah. Derek. Derek Carrs on MJ. That's your guy, Sam, not my guy. My guys <laughs> a top 5. My guys back. He just missed one throw, that's all. We'll be back next week.
0: <laughs> well, J- J- Jordan Love, Jordan Love might be your uh uh your quarterback you think come Friday. Yeah. Well, maybe it'll be Mahomes. Maybe, maybe Jimmy
3: G's, Alex Smith, and Jordan. I can talk myself into anything. I'm no, okay.
0: I, I met Jordan Love to, oh, the, Raiders.
4: to the, Raiders. So the Raiders. Oh, yeah, to the Raiders! Oh, to the Raiders. I was gonna say. To just, I'm let's o- keep I'm an off eye the bandwagon. They leave the state. I'm done. Yeah, I don't blame you. Well, well they're not Henry done
2: Rush. yet. We're... Yeah.
4: Oh, I like got another. Well, yeah, actually, quarantine kind of uh, slowed down their move, huh? Yeah. They'll, they'll well, no, back.
0: they've they've 17 people have gotten corona at the stadium, but they just keep on building. So <laughs> the entire, all of Vegas, I'll give them credit. Everything in Vegas, literally, everything is shut down except that stadium.
4: Oh my god, so I'm, I'm in the construction industry, and it's uh, every day we have to put together a new formalized memo for how our uh workers on site are going to stay safe so they can keep working. So there's zero, uh, but you're editing this all off by the way,
3: yeah, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> uh. <laughs>
2: Where just Ben's it's like, so like said, no, you no, guys no, are no. wrapping it up 30 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. None of this. Wait, this none is, of this, this stops at all. every
3: time. We can never. We can never wrap it up. But uh, but uh, yeah. Maybe uh, maybe throw the Dola construction. That's not the first time I've ever I have got about Did I all my takes it. in here? Oh, <laughs> well, let me check my notes. <laughs> uh, this guy's like, I gotta throw everything in. Uh, I'm done. I'm good. But if I you wanna throw it I, I got, got it all. Done.
1: Oh, 15 foot jumpers look funny from guys that are
0: like 6'4 nonstop.
3: Who's doing the weird kind of?
0: I did feel like a lot more white guys were really good back in like the '80s and '90s than there are now. Like your Dan Marley, take watching a Suns game so tan. a couple weeks ago. Dan Marley's just a really good player. You know, I'm just like I just don't think there's that many like legit white hey, guys. G- just- Gordon Hayward, Steph. Yeah, he's one. Steph, Jason Seahorn. <laughs> Levine. Oh, it's a Levine. <laughs> I- Levine had a t- he got retweeted in my timeline tonight. Like I. I can't get enough of this. It's like, oh shut up, Zach. Work <laughs> <laughs> work on forty ones first. It's the same as <laughs> like I how everybody s- has
1: mamba mentality all of a sudden. It's like, well no, <laughs> the point of it is that ninety percent of people don't Ninety-nine percent of you. 99% don't have
0: percent, it. Ninety-nine percent. Yeah, 99. I got a lot of Zach Levine type players in my timeline, and I get retweeted that are just like, "This is I live for this. This is <laughs> this is what the league's about." It's
2: like you're nah.
3: gonna you're gonna get a Zach Levine on the Warriors next year, by the way, with Anthony oh Network. God. So look forward to that. Um, but uh, no, hey, well, hey guys, uh,
1: thanks for coming on our podcast. Yeah. It was a pleasure. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> Very well done. Very well done. No, thank you though. Well, there guys. you guys. Adios, gentlemen. Bye.